Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Sur and the Kodan Armada. Get ready? Prepare for blast off. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Sit your five-dollar ass down before My I make change. My are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am emperor. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga, live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA tonight, from the War Room, this is the Emperor's Court, here on Versa World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Varyar. Always a pleasure, sir. Who's sitting in the uh, co-host seat tonight. Yay! <laughs> His Highlander is on uh, hiatus. He is in uh, uh, Vegas for Worldcon. Also joining us for a second time is Legal Tender. So is that how it works? The, uh, the seat on the right is the official co-host? Yes, this is like the like co-host the, and then the, the tertiary co-host. Yes, therefore you are my bitch. The, the spare wheel, as it were, uh, that's you. All right, then. Actually, uh, talk in the microphone for a minute there, uh, legal tender. I still can't hear myself. Okay, so. now you just, okay, whatever he what just, that? talk what? again. Okay. I'm okay. Now I can hear you. That was kind of weird. Well, he's he's a little far away from the mic. Yeah, I think that's. It, I don't think is, it's him. I think it's the cord. This thing it's, is definitely. My, oh, has he got the bad face. one? Yeah, yeah. I think it's the cord. Ah. All right. So. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a lot to talk about tonight. Well, I got a lot to get to. We only have one person for the Facebook face-off, so which makes me is, sad. Yeah. So we'll we'll see if Mr. Alvarez actually gets uh, gets away with it because he has been bounced on the previous four. If he fails <laughs> to get in tonight. <laughs> He will if not you can't take it by default. No, then, uh... you cannot. Right. If you get voted down, then you don't get in. And it's like the Baseball Hall of Fame. If you don't get in five votes, you don't get in at all. <laughs> so you will be ignored, nice. rejected until you can make another account and somehow weasel your way in. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot to get to this evening. Uh, boys, anything happened to you this week? Anything interesting before we get started? Nothing really going on with me. Just the usual house bullshit and, you know, getting everything taken care of, fixing everything and, you know, all that. Uh, oh, uh, DJ'd last night, uh, had a How'd job. It went very well. It was for a 16-year-old girl uh, <laughs> special needs child birthday party. So while I'm probably going to hell, there were many things that were very, very funny about that. 
Um, I mean, you? It, yeah, it was like it was about half uh, half special needs, like you know, Downs, Asperger's, right. a bunch of those kids, and then about half normal kids, you know. And it was it was pretty fun. I mean, the little girl was like the nicest little girl, so I kind of feel bad laughing at it. But oh my god, dude! Like a sixteen year old tard party is just, <laughs> I mean, hilarious. <laughs> and the thing is, the thing is, like, I, <laughs> bad enough you laugh at it, but then he has to go and get a name. <laughs> well, my I did a tard party last night, man. <laughs> the guy I've always partnered with, he moved down to Georgia at the beginning of the summer, so I've been doing it without him for a long time, uh, for the last three, four months, and I've really been building the business up, and you know, I've been much more professional. Um, you know, right, I'm, I'm, professional. So I'm turning it into it a, a certainly a, sounds like yeah, it. Doesn't it? <laughs> oh, no, this is what I say here, but at the time, you know, I'm being normal and everything, but he hasn't done this in like four months. He hasn't done this in actually about five, about five months. He hasn't DJed. He hasn't emceed anything. He hasn't been on the microphone. Nothing. Um, nothing. So he got back and I had gone from, you know, we're all just having fun with it to this is a business be professional. He didn't get that memo. So he was, you know, he's taking phone calls behind the booth. He's joking around with the kids. And I'm just like, really? There's parents here. Knock it off. Right. But, and he, like, I thought a lot of the shit they did was funny. Like, what, one now, kid. What do you mean? Like, well, one kid's running full tilt, and another kid, I brought these, like, little squishy balls for them to play with as, like, prizes. Like, these uh, those throw-soaked balls, you know, you get them wet and throw them so around. So you're throwing them between two retards running each other, so they smash. Oh, no, no, no. I, I didn't throw it. But wow, one of these kids, one of these kids was real, real severe, you know, mentally retarded. So he's running full tilt, which I swear to God was a sight to see. Him running full <laughs> tilt was just hilarious. Like his he's legs are up speed. like everything's everything's kind of just flopping around uncontrolled, and he's moving in a generally forward direction. When one of the normal kids, one of the these one of these normal kids, <laughs> one of the normies, right, throws this soft. <laughs> <laughs> throws this soft, squishy uh, splash ball right in the kid's face. And the kid has basically a full body spasm. His arms come up in front of him. He twists, does like a 720, and hits the ground. And I'm just sitting there like... <gasps> don't laugh don't laugh (laughs) you know meanwhile my partner zach's sitting behind me about peeing himself (laughs) so it was it was fun it was you know got a couple new references but other than that that's that's been my wow you better hope the hell they never listen to this show oh i know right (laughs) they go those references go right out the window well they don't know who i am so not here not anyways. yet not well yeah that's true. so somebody sends an anonymous tip you should listen to sky on the radio he's talking I... about some type of tard party i think it was your kids <laughs> do, you, do you have a severe retard who runs kind of like a... yeah, you better make sure that a co-host of this thing never uh makes it onto any resume or anything no. like that. oh god no, no. <laughs> Well, he oh, says no, he's I, a co-host of a show. I better listen to those archives. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, Tart I, party. I, I'm well aware that I will never run for political office. No, no, this show has sunk, even though I'm not the one who says any of the nasty stuff, if this show has sunk any chance I ever had a political office. That is true. Because you know some jackal out there is going to save the archive of this show. When I run, not running for president, insert my name here. Yeah. Emperor, Emperor. And then you just hear, so there was this tard party. <laughs> Sir, what do you have to say about racecraft? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Yes, you do. You know, when you were talking about Warcraft 3 and you said that Martin Luther King and racecraft, his special ability was to die at level 6. <laughs> do you have any comment about that? No. I do not know. These are slanders. <laughs> no, we have the whole archive right here. 
Oh. Some guy in Norway has it. <laughs> How about you, Legal Tender? What you have going on this weekend? Uh, this weekend, not a whole lot. Uh, pretty much just, you know, stayed home, played some Black Ops and some uh, Halo. Although uh, my roommate and a couple of my other friends weren't around. They were in Pittsburgh for that wedding of, like, you know, somebody that they were grew up with that I didn't really know. So uh, pretty much had to play Black Ops with just, like, my cousin and some of his friends, which means they the, suck. you know, KDR goes okay. down. <laughs> yeah. The, wi- the wins <laughs> don't happen. You just right. got to accept. I mean, you know, like, literally... Over the headset at one point, you know, today, my cousin, like, point blank was like, you know, oh, it's, it's not about winning. And I'm like, dude, that's what losers say. Like, I'm here to <laughs> win. Amen. Right? I mean, he's like, he's like, oh, I'm just trying to, you know, work on the uh, perks because, you know, like, each one, like, you have flak jacket and there's, like, you know, you've got to, like, throw back five grenades at people to get, like, flak jacket so some pro. Kind of cheap and, and, yeah, some something. other stuff, right. So, like, yeah, to, like, strengthen the perk abilities. Look, and he's like, like, he's like, I'll just focus on that. I'm like. Because I like you to do can't both. Win. Right. Like, like, can't you do both? Right. The only time that excuse works is if you're in, like, spring training, you're a baseball player. You're like, yeah, I'm just going to throw curveballs to the next 80 batters because I'm working on my curveball. Or, like, okay, preseason I NFL. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm just going to, you know, run around the end right. instead of going up between tackles. Okay, I get that. That makes sense. Well, I'm just working on the perks. Well, so I, you're letting the rest of your teams, you know, go down in flames because you need to pick up six grenades and throw them back. That actually goes back to that conversation that you, I, and actually Highlander have had many, many times where do whatever you want until it affects my experience. If you're on my team, oh, I'm just working on the perks. Get the fuck out. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, go play perks on your own. I mean, if you're working with, uh, in tandem with other people, with other players. Right. You know, right. especially people you know, like a cousin and your friends. Right. Then you're expected to actually perform at a, a different level. If you're just fucking around because well, you want to get your achievements, too, like, go mo- do it on your own time online. Most of these kids don't have that level. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, their career KDR is, like, you know, 0.5. You know what I mean? Like, and their win-loss is just terrible. So I, That's I, sad I, I already, I already know partying up with them how it's going to go. You know what I mean? I, I, I greatly right. lower my expectations of for fun and, you know, winning and all that stuff. So, but, Two sex. There's such a thing as taking the insults too far, and you guys are doing that tonight. Okay, really? Now? <laughs> wow. Now is when we've taken it too far. Over what? I, I can't even begin to count the different examples that where we would have erased that line, let alone crossed it. Oh, no. One person's mad because of the TARD party. I didn't even go to this TARD party. I wasn't even there. <laughs> I wasn't DJing. He was. Send your hate mail to Varyar. Nice. Rocky, America, wow. when it comes to filthy console games, there is no line to cross. Console games and gamers. Well, I like how they're getting ready for him. Guys, do you have your flamethrowers and Mjolnirs ready? Here it goes. Because the console fag is about to get burned and bashed by the Emperor's Court Elite Insult Squad. Hello, Mystic Mim. You walked in at the tail end of the TARD party <laughs> commentaries. <laughs> what is up, my dear? Food. Dinner? Emp, I'm not awesome. talking about the show. IRC. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. He wants them to be nicer to legal tender. You know I think. what? I, that's right. You guys crossed the line. You guys are bastards. I can't believe that this show has has degraded to this level. Can't we be you know nicer to each other? I mean, this show engenders positive. I can't keep this up. I was gonna say engenders <laughs> positive feelings, but it really doesn't. Miss <laughs> Moon informs me, however, gentlemen, that dinner is served. Nice. So that means we've got to kick it over to a 20-minute music break at the start of the show. <laughs> How many people do you think are going to get pissed? So, ladies a and lot. gentlemen, that's a giant middle finger to you. 
have you eaten her cooking? I'm putting this on hold. <laughs> so yeah, well, it's a valid point. I, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, dinner it was served late this year, so or tonight, so <laughs> this year. <laughs> so uh, I'll tell you what, we're going to put you on about 10-minute music break, and we're going to be like every other show on the network, and come back and talk for five minutes, then you'll listen to 20 minutes of music, and we'll keep doing this until 9 o'clock. Now, we're going to go over a little bit. We'll, we'll compensate. We'll make it up on the back end. Um, we'll stay a little later, but uh, I, sorry, guys, it's food. So we're going to put you out about 20 minutes, 20 minutes, about 10, 15 minutes max, because we eat pretty quick, and I don't think uh, Legal Tenor is even hungry. You know, we can just leave him in the microphone and let him talk for the next 10 minutes. Oh, that'd How be How would you like that? <laughs> talk to the IRC crowd for the next soliloquy over yes, here. Yes, your own solo <laughs> show. They love you. They would love to hear you talk for 10 minutes about anything, really. About anything. Yes. Just... <laughs> All right. Um, I, think, me... I think M wants him to cry. I think that's what's going on. Was, I had to convince <laughs> Throw him, him to, go to the wolves. Begin. I had to. I had to convince him to come over to do this one. And I don't know if it's because he was busy. Because you have something else going on, uh, legal tender. I was kind of hoping you would delve into that because I believe Voyar has a similar story. Uh, you're looking to invest in houses. Yeah, I mean, didn't want to really get into it because you know nothing's really happened at this point. So I mean, you know, there's really not much to tell. I went and saw a place and. You know, it's one of those houses where you could probably rent it out and make money on it, but, you know, you wouldn't want to really live there yourself kind of deal. Pretty small for... <laughs> shoot nice. City, USA. Uh, no, it. no it's, it's not in, like, the area. It's just that it's a, you know, pretty damn small place. But, you know, if you could throw somebody in there and charge them whatever... Four, <laughs> throw somebody 50, in there, <laughs> lock them in there. <laughs> now you, you know, only like 400, 450 a month, something like that. I mean... Anyways, folks, I do apologize that this is a – I don't think this ever, ever actually happened before, but um, I'm going to toss a couple of things in here for you. Uh, like I said, about 10, 15 minutes we'll be back. So enjoy the nice music of whatever I got queued up. Don't hate me. Well, I don't care if you hate me because you listen to me anyways, but I'll be back in about 10, 15 minutes. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Death! Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to the Emperor's Court. You can micro-meet any day. You be kind, motherfucker. Oh, that was so good. Delicious. Yes, it was. Every time you guys make dinner, always awesome. That's it's pretty much getting to be a, a normal thing around here is having dinner for the show, before the show. Usually we're pretty good at actually having it like before, before we the, the show, air, yeah. but not always. Anyways, folks, we're back here in the Empress Court after a very fine dinner. My apologies. It's a very rare thing where we ever put everything on hold to go and eat dinner. So we are back. My apologies. So here we go. Uh, one... Okay, no, I, I understand, Deuce, I get your point. Not, I, okay, I, I, I'm sorry, I took it, uh, I did not realize that you were castigating your own. <laughs> For the, what good it will do. Rick, I haven't had my Empress Court fixed yet, I'm taking my anger out on legal tender. I think they just love to hate you because it's just the kind of the thing to do, legal tender. Eh, <laughs> like, uh, whatever. Clearly you care. <laughs> I like it, they've gone back to the, uh, the movie taglines. Oh, have they? Yes. Okay, because that was kind of funny last last week when they were doing that. For those who weren't here in IRC, uh, I think Pale Rider started it where they would give out like the weirdest premise you can think of and then kind of make a, a movie tagline out of it. 
Uh, he is a detective that misses the obvious. She has chronic constipation. They solve mysteries in No Shit Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Actually, Scrub Puppy, he says, I heard Rush Limbaugh sometimes takes lunch in the middle of a show. I, there's a lot of shows here in Cleveland where they'll eat while on the air because different restaurants and what have you will bring food to the network. By the way, if anybody wants to do that and bring food to the house uh, during the show, <laughs> I am more than willing to give you a restaurant a plug. Well, it's not some kind of weird shit. And they're like, some Indian <laughs> Yeah, here's your or... Indian f- Oh, no. <laughs> Looks like a baby's diaper. No, no, you eat it. <laughs> well, that would cause multiple breaks in the show, not just yes. the one for eating. <laughs> there, there's a log jam at the bathroom. <laughs> pun intended. Okay. So, uh, oh, I didn't tell what I was done this or uh, what I was doing this past week. Uh, as I had mentioned on Twitter last night, for those who follow us on Twitter, which is Empress Court, uh, I was calling for the. Aha! So we do have Facebook people. We have a couple. Da, da, da. So far, the Facebook face-off looks to be a three-way. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead and get your submissions in now. I'm always up for a three-way dance. Anyways, I had mentioned on Twitter last night that I was calling for an immediate boycott of the Heinen's uh, grocery store chain. Now, I don't know that Heinen's exists outside of the Cleveland area, and I don't think it is. I'll be honest. I have never seen one outside Cleveland. I'm pretty sure. And I've I been mean, many places. They have how many locations that you know of? I want to say a it's dozen. A- that's what I was gonna say. I, I almost want to see. I, I almost want to say I saw like a shopping bag from them, and it you know had like you know boom boom boom. You know the locations like written on the side of it. Right. I want to say there was like maybe six or seven. So that's probably about right. I mean, because I did notice when I sent my email of hatred in, and I did actually send an email. <laughs> Here, I'll show it to you. <laughs> I was you so post it pissed. To, like yes. your website or something. No, I did not, but I should. And uh, in fact, I've got it on my email. Let me pr- pull it up here. I was so pissed at them that I actually wrote them a very long email. But I noticed that they were located out of Warrensville, Ohio. So I figured, right, if they're located out of Ohio, then that means they're probably a local thing. Right. So I, I wrote, here's this long book of, of spewing bile and hatred that I sent them. <laughs> and what was the antithesis all right, here's for the all thing. this? All right. Everybody knows that they've heard the story about that Sarnak root beer that I've been after the last, basically, since I got from back from Baltimore when we were at Otakon, all right? right. It's this really, really good root beer they make at Matt's Brewing Company in Utica, New York. Well, there's only two locations all of northern, north of Columbus here in Ohio, which is half the state, that carries the stuff. So it's not easy to come by. So I bought all the stuff that was at this wine shop that's in Lakewood, and then I went to the Heinen's in Middleburg Heights, which also had it, and I bought all that they got. And that was a week and a half ago, about two weeks ago. Okay. All right, fast forward to this past Thursday, not this Thursday, but last week's Thursday. All right, it would be the 12th. Because I actually included in my email, yeah, Thursday, August 12th. I was very uh, specific about the day and the time that I was there. So we go that we I actually called them up after I got off of work, and they said that yes, we have more Sarnak root beer. Come on in and get it because I w- I was getting kind of low on what I had because a lot of my buddies drink beer, you know, root beer and what have you, and a couple of my family are big root beer drinkers. So I was I'm like, you got to try this kind of thing, right? So I go back up there, which is about a twenty minute drive from here. All right, it's you know, it's not an easy way to get to. It's right down Bagley Road, but you got to hit every stoplight on the way, so it's about twenty minutes. So I get there, I walk in, there's nothing on the shelf. Eh, all right, maybe they just haven't put it out. So I go, I ask this, this tall, lanky little fuck, and I say, hey, do you have the Sarnak root beer? I called earlier, you guys said you had it. Sure, let me check the back. Comes back to him this later, yeah, no, we don't have it, but uh, it looks like we have it on order. It should be here this weekend. Definitely try back this weekend. All right, kind of aggravated. I called, they said they had it. I got there, they didn't. 
happens. So I leave. Come back in on Sunday. Classic bait and switch. Yes. <laughs> Come in Sunday. You should write your congressman. <laughs> Uh, if I have to well, make a spinach, I will. I was going to say, wasn't that uh, wasn't the bait and switch law? Didn't that originate out of Ohio? I, I, I think it probably did. So I don't know if it involved root beer, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I go there on Sunday, and I, I show up. They're like, no root beer. The exa- I mean, the shelf looks exactly the same way it did when I was there. I'm like, okay, fine. So I go up to the deli because I can't find anybody. I'm like, hey, is there someone here to talk about the root beer? I mean, at this point, I'm pissed. All right, I've been there twice plus a phone call. At $3.60 a gallon of gas, it's not exactly cheap to get there. And it's expensive to shop there to begin with because one of those high-class ones. So, I got, you know, they bring out this short little shit named Tony. I mean, we're talking, he looks like a donut shy of a metric ton. And he comes out, and he's, I'm like, okay, where's the root beer? You know, I called, I was told by this lanky guy to come in, you know, on Saturday. Here's a Sunday. Where is it? Oh, okay, well, let me go check. Comes back 10 minutes later. Yeah, we don't have it. I'm like, yeah, I know that. No, we placed the order in on Saturday. Guaranteed, I assure you, and he said that twice, I assure you, we will have it in the store on Tuesday. But come in a day, you know, a day after, just make sure it gets on the shelf. Fine. So now we fast forward to this past Thursday. I'm going with my daughter after work. Lo and behold, nothing on the shelf. So I grabbed the closest guy around and I said, hey. And I explained in the situation, I'm like, do you have it or you do not? Guy goes in the back. He's gone for 15 minutes. And I turn to my daughter and said, they don't have it. Because if you're gone that long, you're either A, hiding, or B, you don't have it. And you're trying to, you know, you're looking everywhere to try and find something that you said you did. He comes back out, and this time he comes out with this, this, this tall, older gentleman. I use that term loosely. With glasses. And he's like, yeah, we don't have any of the root beer. We're calling Strongsville to see if they have it. I said, don't bother. They don't. You're the only location that has it because I've called the company and they told me who has it. I said, and I explained the whole situation to him. I said, and Tony, as it turns out, is in charge of all their beverages, didn't have it. And I'm like, and I, I said, do you have any explanation for me? And apparently this tall guy is the manager of the store, of the whole location. He just shakes his head no and kind of shrugs his shoulders. I'm like, wow, what a douche. So That's I said, winning customer service right there. <laughs> and you know what? And I said, you know, the other place in Lakewood I go to is, is equally out of my way. But so far, both times they said they had it, they had it. They didn't lie to me. I will not be shopping here again. And I said, it's not just the fact that you're losing my customer, you know, my, my business for the root beer. It's the fact that when I came here for my root beer, I did my grocery shopping too, rather than make two different trips. So now you just lost all that business. Have a good day. So then I wrote, and Vario, you've been reading this, and Bill yes. Tender has. It's like six paragraphs, seven, eight paragraphs long. It's a novel. Yes. And I like my little kick here at the end, because I actually wrote to the company this nice long email on their, uh, e- their uh, website, Basically telling them what a bunch of fuckwads I think they are. I said, finally, on a side note, I called Matt's Brewing Company in Utica, New York, uh, who make the Sarnak brand of pop and beer, and told them of this. I also suggested to them that they start looking to put the root beer, as well as their other pop, in competitor stores. Considering my rather large extended family and friends who have enjoyed the root beer I gave them, they should have no trouble selling a few more cases than they do now. Since Heidens isn't interested in supplying customers with their product, maybe another grocery store would be wanting your business instead. Time will tell, but at least I've been able to get the root beer from the wine shop, which, I might add, has been accurate both times that I've talked to them. So the lesson here, children, is do not make Emperor mad, because he literally has nothing better to do. (laughs) 
I'm just saying. You hear that thud? That was me being thrown on the bus. <laughs> Thank you, asswipe. No, I'm just, no, wait a minute. It has nothing to do with just me. Look, if you were making four different trips, 20 minutes out of your way, plus a phone call, and you're repeatedly told, oh, no, yes, I we have it, yes, we have it, yes, we have it, and you don't, and then the only explanation your store manager gave me is a shrug of your shoulders and a nod of your head, Fuck you, man. Yeah, that is a pretty shit. It thing is. To do. I work in retail. I, I it is a pretty so shit thing to do. I yeah. worked well, yeah, that's most of my life. Yeah, in I, I have as well. I mean, right. yeah, you don't if you tell somebody you have it, you you know, you don't lie and say you have something when you don't, and if you do have it, you, you know, take their name and number down, say right. we'll put it in the back for you, yes. you know. Whatever that you kind offer of stuff. to order it. Right. You know what? At the very least, even if you're not sorry, at least give me some kind of apology. Yeah, sorry about that, dude. Even if you don't mean it, at least it's something on a transcript that looks nice because you can't tell inflection. It says, I'm sorry. Yeah. How do you get that? I just got a shake of the head and a shirt of the shoulders. Well, it's interesting. What the hell normally, is that normally when we go in the back at my store for that long, when someone's asked for something, it's because we're coming up with some BS reason and apology. Right. You know, just to make them feel better. They and, talk to you like, know, I'm like, happy. all right, what do you want to tell this guy? I don't know. Tell him uh, we fucked up. Sorry. I bet. Right. Exactly. Man, I thought they lied to Emp. That is not acceptable. We need to burn that store. We're <laughs> vets all for putting uh, Heidens on the purge list. In fact, Shriggs, I don't know if he's even on here. Shriggs, go put them on the purge list. Let's see. Is he here? No. Somebody, somebody make a post in the forums to put Heinen's grocery store, uh, the entire chain. Put them on the purge list. Not the store, the whole chain. You know what? I should write up a follow-up. What's this? Joystick. He is a legendary general returning from exile. She is a profesh- unprofessional dancer looking for love. They fight for change in France, France Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you'd like that one. Nice. Yeah, I do like yeah. that one. <laughs> High Nance is Northeast Ohio only. Up. Okay, so there we go. I don't care. That's all my business they just lost, and I just lampooned them on the Internet. And all three of you who live in this area will now know that. I think Smurfette does live in this area. They will feel the pain. Uh, I believe Bazile is in this area. Like I said, I will continue to never shop there again. <laughs> right, and you do that, and now you have a reason to. It's okay. not just that I'm not going to go in your store. It's because I hate None. you. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my weekend review. Uh, folks, if you want to get on to the uh, mailbag later this later this evening, uh, it's Emperor1G at Cox.net. Make sure you get your comments, opinions, and questions in. We've got quite a few. Uh, have you done like... the contact sounder yet? The what? The how to get in on the conversation? No, I have not. I will get to that. Hey, that's not a bad-looking chick. Let's see, let's see what we got here. Yeah, I like this. What do we got? Okay, that guy's got a dog. What is it with people and dogs? I don't know, In their man. Facebook pictures. Let's take a look at some photos. Oh, I like photos. Oh, this is somebody's wife. That's sad. Oh. <laughs> wow. But just remember. Just Holy shit, a she's got a picture of pussy hanging out. That's a big Whoa. one, too. Wow. I don't. It's kind of hairy. I'm going to be honest. Well, that's r- a little got, bit of a turn off. Yeah, actually, that's a very handsome pussy. I, I like that. <laughs> no, it is. Look at it. I I would pet that. Uh, I would take that to my bed with me. What? I'm just wondering how long you're going to push it. How far can we go with this? I know it depends on whose wife it is. <laughs> <laughs> if it's somebody I can beat up, we can push it as long as we like. If it's not, you're going to have to back me up. So it's actually kind of funny. I, I don't want to piss her off though. She actually is listening instead of like. Come on, hon, you gotta join it. I don't want to. No, come on, it's funny. We gotta we gotta give him something to talk about. I don't listen to the show. No, come on, hon, you gotta do this. I'm sure that's exactly how how this happened too. Very probably. She probably got put up to this and has nothing to do with anything. Sounds like Walmart customer service. Yeah, yeah. 
We think we need a new bishop of the cult. Yeah, you know what? If Shrix keeps like not showing up, although he is pulling double duty, he and Bevo kind of have to run the WoW Guild uh, for the Empress Court, which is going very well. I believe Scrub Puppy uh, just joined. You know what? I never asked. Is Scrub Puppy in the service or is he retired now? I know he was in the service. We should ask him. Anyways, uh, real quick, you're Here's right. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. I got on when something about a retired party. You should have thrown one for Highlander for his next birthday. <laughs> you can find that Wayu kid and bring him in. We'll play like a game show of This Is Your Life. <laughs> Do you remember this person? Wayu! <laughs> Nice. Mass Effect 3. Mass Effect 3. Death to Blonde Shepherd. One of you gentlemen sent this in. This is a apparently some kind of controversial story. At least that's what your email made it sound like. This is from PCGamer.com. It says, you're the big Mass Effect guy. Go for it, Fire. I am a girl. I, really? You son of a bitch. I am a girl. No. I come equipped with girly parts, like fallopian tubes and a smug sense of always being right. That explains so much. Oh, God, I hate you. And that's probably why once every month you're kind of pissy. Mm-hmm. More than once every month. Don't let this fact make you think I don't like looking at other girls. I like it. I like it a lot. There's something about the pleasing curves of the fairer sex that made my teenage years at an all-girls Catholic school a very exciting time indeed. <laughs> I feel like you've read this before. <laughs> I've been set you up, You gave me too it. much credit. <laughs> uh, no, that's exactly how much credit I would give you. However, I have my standards. I like my ladies to have character, originality, and a bit of attitude. All earnest qualities that femshep number five completely lacks. Frankly, if I saw her in a locker room, I'd glaze over and move on in search of more interesting entries for my filifax of filth. She's just so utterly bland. Actually, she kind of looks like a psychopath. Yeah, a little bit. That, damn. No. When EA first announced their Facebook poll to vote for a new Lady Shepherd look, I didn't really care. As soon as I get my grubby mitts on Mass Effect 3, I'm importing my custom-made Shepherd, who I spent hours lovingly sculpting into a goddess of the stars. Now that's pretty gay. Yeah, a little bit. But as Shep 5 started gaining the lead by a sickening margin, I felt the rage face activating. <laughs> this is the first time that female Shepard will be shown to the world, the real world. It'll be the first time she's used for marketing campaigns, advertisements, and in my wildest dreams, adorning the box itself. So it's kind of like a Samus thing, where in Metroid you really, you know, you never actually got to see her until much later, and then she was this, you know, hot, attractive blonde in a blue suit. Well, up until now, I mean, Mass Effect up until now yeah. has had the male Shepard as the... The advertising right. shepherd. You know, they have their standard how he's quote-unquote supposed to look, but then you can customize and you can go female if you want. This will be the first time that they use Fem Shep for any of the advertising. And apparently this bitch is pissed about it. So, uh... Da, 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 okay, da, da, da. and you were just lecturing me about getting mad over root beer. Well, that's a valid okay. point. Think about it. This will be the first in a long time that such a well-written, kick-ass female hero will be brought into the spotlight. Merited not for the size of her dirty pillows and the tightness of her tramp stamp jeans, but for her ability to dominate the battlefield, unite humanity, and stand up in the face of intergalactic adversity. So it breaks my heart that the mass public have gone for such a wishy-washy, Barbie-faced personality vacuum that is Shep 5. All right, so basically this bitch is pissed because it's a bland-looking thing. I'm going to be honest if she's voting for shep too like they've got pictures of them up here of the different shepherds that you can vote for it looks like hair color and style are the two big differences there go back up a little let me see because one's blonde one isn't right one's but but i mean the face is the exact right the hair is a little little longer a little dirtier and this one's just kind of slicked back and i look i don't care 
I don't, I don't care. Why is this a controversy at all? I tell you what it is. This is some blogger at, at PCGamer.com who's got way too much time in her hand and, and a deadline to shitless. meet. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. I got to be here by... It's like our newsletter on Wednesday. Like, uh, uh, they're going to write about why I hate Shepard on Mass Effect. Okay. That that's all you can come up with. I, I fail to see this being any kind of real controversy. I, I don't. I I like Mass Effect. I could give a shit. I mean, yeah. Do you really care what the character looks like? Well, as you stated, play as a girl, you, you create your own character, right? So it's not going to look the same way, anyways. Right. Right. It's it's like what the character will be in the marketing campaign. It's like that's you. You already probably know at this point if you're going to be buying Mass Effect Three or not. The female lead versus male lead isn't um, going to probably sway you one way or the other. I want to meet the mental midget that's going to say, look at these two, you know, if this Shepard 5 was the uh, title page or the, the cover or Shepard 2, it's going to look at this and say, you know what, I'm probably not going to buy it because I don't like the way the character... Nobody is going to say that. No one's going to care what the hell's on the packaging. No one. I agree. I agree. Especially when that's not the character that you'll be playing as. Right. It's not like you're ever going to see it again, because you're not. Right. You get to see the, the... Look, you buy the box, you take the you know the CD out of it, you put it in there, and that's it. Scrub Puppy, that's my wife. She's in your guild amp. All right. I'm still in reservist. Cool. So I was just making you know some snide remarks and some innuendo at a guy who's in the military. Not wise. Okay. Good job, Scrub Puppy. Impressive for somebody who looks ugly as you. No, I'm kidding. So, no, I'm not. I really am. Again, this is just uh, this is manufacturer controversy. That nothing exists here. This, uh, you know, move along. Nothing to see here. That kind yeah. of thing. So, I mean, yeah. I love the series and I'm looking forward to playing it. But I could, I mean, I really could give a shit. Less right. About I mean, that. it's not. It won't even be a thought in your mind. No, not at all. Now, what is kind of a controversy? Speaking of making your character look a specific way, and I'll bring this up, and. Uh, I know some of you, you two probably aren't going to give a shit. Here it is. Heine should be on the purge list. Thank you, Smurfette. Please make it so the Emperor Wilson. There you go. So we're putting the entire chain, the entire grocery chain is now being on the purge list. How bad is an organization you have to fuck up that some guy on the radio has now, you know, condemned you to hell, you and every employee in the store that you own? Is, Tells is, you how I, how I like my root beer. Is there any other franchise or sort of business locale that's there on the purge list? There used to be a list? bunch. Pizza really? Hut played oh, against for that sports. one Super Bowl party <laughs> that you had. That they fucked over my Super Bowl party so well, <laughs> and they fucked up. Uh, oh, that's right. Um, what the hell was it? Uh, Starcade, but we watched like in two thousand, two thousand one, something like that. Highlander could tell you about it. Starcade was the the big pay per view for WCW back in the day. They screw that up too. You know, oddly enough, uh, I mean, I, I I'm okay with Pizza Hut, whatever, but. Oddly enough, uh, my friends all have a Pizza Hut sort of ban as well. Do they? Because, yeah, one night we were up, you know, playing cards and we ordered and, like, you know, it was close to closing time. And, yeah, they just, these pizzas came out looking like shit and, you know, not tasting that great. And, yeah, they pretty much were like, okay, we're never doing this again. The last time we so. got a thing from Pizza Hut, they gave us a box. We ordered three pizzas. Because we had a bunch of people here. Three pizzas. We got two pizzas, three boxes. It was an empty box. Are you shitting me? No, no, don't lie. No, I'll that is hilarious. Here. No, it's not. That is awesome. I called them up. That they didn't believe is... me. They said, "No, I don't believe you." I said that you explained to me how I have a box that has not been touched by either grease or cheese. Condition. Absolutely pristine, brand new. I said that is an absolute disgrace. They called back ten minutes later. Oh yeah, we found. We were trying to figure out why we had an extra pizza laying around. Would you like us to bring it out to you? 
no, I'd like my money back. That's my bitch with them. If they screwed up, they will not replace it, or they'll replace it, but you got to wait an hour to come get it. I mean, for them to bring it out. There's no compensation, no apologies. They don't make it up to you. They don't give you, like, a free pizza or take something off it. Their excuse is, well, if you don't like it, you can refuse it at the door with no charge. That's your recourse. And they screw it up all the trees is on banned from Pizza Hut. I want to know more. There's a story there. Yeah, there is. Mailbag tree. Mailbag. Yeah, tree. Send in the story of how you got banned from Pizza Hut. Send it in. Spyro says, I remember you telling that story. I've had a bunch of them like that, from, uh, uh, Spyro. It's not just once. I've had entire pizza orders that have been changed. I mean, I got all veggie pizzas when I asked for meat lovers. I've had that with Pizza Hut. They fucked up like that before with me. I mean, look, it's an animal or a plant. I specifically, no plants. So are they like the Taco Bell of the pizza world? Yes, they're horrible. Because Taco Bell, I think, has gotten an order right, you know, maybe 5% of the time. But with Taco Bell, they're all kind of the same thing. It's just, it's either a taco or a soft shell. Everything else is pretty much the same. (laughs) Even the gorditas. It's it's five ingredients. They just roll the fucking shell. But but if you try to make, like, any level of customization, they just, you know, their minds are just blown. Wait, the collective like you know high school right now. Right now, I'm trying to think how you would customize something. So I think my mind might be blown. Something like no lettuce. Can you sprinkle bacon on top of my gordita, please? I mean, maybe, but tree. Sorry, the case is pending. Statute of limitations isn't over on his Pizza Hut story. Reads to amp the controversy over Mass Effect was because of the group of feminists who made Bioware change their hair color. Yeah, putting it in terms of feminists is really going to get sympathy from us. That is not what this... Okay, this did not mention that. Somebody find me an article that has the feminazi part of it and send that to me. That I want to read. That, to me, is the controversy. If you actually have a feminazi group or any group that is actually holding you hostage and forcing you to... That's a good point. Oh, Ta- shit. Bebo, you're right, yeah. Yeah, Taco Bell and uh, Pizza Hut are the same parent company, and they also have uh, KFC That's in right. There, which I don't mind KFC. I'm a big fan of the Double Down. Uh. I don't know how the hell you can eat. So you work out a ton. That's how you get around it. I look at the I, Double dude, Down, I'm like, diet is that's shit never going to leave my stomach. Oh, yeah. That's going to it's gonna attach itself, and that's, you know. I feel like if I ever, I've, I've never had one, but I feel like if I ever did have one, like for die. lunch or something, the rest of my day is just shot. I mean, that, that's, that's basically a productivity ender for me. You know, something like that is just I'll eat it, and then I'll just lay on the couch and uh, for the rest of the day while I watch cartoons or play video games or just sit there and pity myself. <laughs> I don't know. Does Mexican McDonald's deliver cross-border? Because McNuggets to America in exchange for a few amigos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, we're not setting up a taco for a McNugget exchange. I ordered a, a Jaeger schnitzel, and I got a wiener instead. Uh, I'm sorry, Onan. What the hell is a... I know what Jaeger is, but I think you spelled that wrong. Yeah, so a leaf I don't think is from America, so we don't know if... I don't, under, I don't know if he knows or understands what a double down is. Explain so, it. So you want me to describe yeah, the Yes, describe glory. the double down. All right. It is basically two large chicken breasts breaded and fried and cheese sauce and two strips of bacon in the middle and there is no bread it's a sandwich without bread yes the whole point is meat is your bread and they market it to college age you know kids so even though you kind of grew out of that you didn't really grow out of that 
Yay, Greece. That can be said about most of the things <laughs> that true. I do. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. Why am I not surprised it's Beefalo who's saying fuck bread? <laughs> well, have you seen his picture? Beefalo lives on he the double like down. He looks like he has fucked bread. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be ours to emulate oh. the Jaeger. Yeah, I knew what Jaeger was. Actually, it's Oktoberfest, so all I heard about is the schnitzel and strudel and everything else that's around. And these were bacon stripes. I love bacon stripes. Oh, strips. There you go. I know what the fuck it is. I'm a fucking American. Uh, I'm sorry, Leif. We've got like three people around here that are like Norwegian whose names it was and, like Leif, Leif Erickson, yeah. Leif the Red. I can't keep track of who's American and who's not. Let the INS do that. As long as they're going to deport you. So somebody sent me the Feminazi article. In fact, none left. See if you can try, uh, hunt that down. I'd like to, I'd like to read that. Bozario Emp filling airtime where here without any real content you want to do some fake wow. outrage or just let it go <laughs> uh, <laughs> no nah, i'm just gonna kick him oh, oh. <laughs> Fail. nine out of ten will not finish the game they are playing now this i believe this is from kotaku.com just 10 percent of gamers actually finish a game an industry veteran told cnn in a recent feature and his colleague and other figures back him up Quote, 90% of players who start your game will never see the end of it unless they watch a clip of it on YouTube, says Keith Fuller. Raptor, the gaming social network, R-A-P-T-R, I've never heard of this, vouches for that, noting that only 10% of those in the service who have played Red Dead Redemption have finished the last mission for one of 2010's most acclaimed games. Raptor's John Lee, with a career that included executive jobs at Capcom, THQ, and Sega, recalled being told the uh, completion figure was about 20%. CNN goes further into the psychology of completion game, uh, game design and the pile of shame, noting that as game, uh, gamers' average age gets older, they have less time for massive 40-hour campaigns. And even if they don't have a wife and kids, quote, the amount of digital distractions now is far greater than it's ever been before, says Konami's Jeremy, Jeremy Airy. People need time to check their Facebook, send a Twitter, I think it meant send a tweet, be witty on their blog, play with their iPhone. Oh, and that game you made. If they feel as though the end is far away, they simply say, eh, I don't have time for it and stop playing. All right. I hate quitters. Uh, I mean, it's, it's odd to record, me that I they... Red Dead. I was just going to say, it's, it's odd that they chose Red Dead Redemption to me because that's like one of the few games that recently that I started and I liked and never really got around Finish. to finishing. Yeah. But, I mean... Well, the, here's the thing. The 9 out of 10 thing is definitely... Definitely accurate. Yes, it is. You know, for every one of my friends that, you know, I know that will actually play a game through to fruition. Yeah, I know, you know, if you go out and friends of friends and all that, you know, you look at like people's achievement scores and, you know, compare games. And yeah, it's you can see a bunch of people that have touched 30 games and never really finished anything. Just kind of bits and pieces here, like right. halfway through. Or and, you, like, and, and not, for and not even see they haven't finished it. Right. And not even like. You know, again, yeah, that is like a 40-hour, you know, huge, epic campaign with right. Red Dead. But, I mean, I'm talking about a game like Bioshock, you know what I mean? We can you burn could, through it like 10 yeah, hours, like You, hours you could pick that up on a Saturday and, you know, put it down and be done. You know what I mean? You'll still see a bunch of people with, you know, a handful of achievements and, you know, and, and then, like, you'll ask them, like, oh, did you like that? Yeah, I thought it was sweet. And it's like, then why, why didn't, didn't you finish, you finish it? it? Right, right. <laughs> like, what was the... Uh... I would definitely agree with, you know, the 9 out of 10. I just don't understand people like that. I mean, we've again, it's something we've talked about before. I'm, right. When it comes to single-player games, I'm all about the story. I mean, you can have great graphics. You can have a flashy interface. You can have real good AI. 
If you don't have a compelling story, I'm out. But if you have a story that keeps me interested, I mean, I was up till six last night playing Fallout or this morning, I should say. Uh, oh, shit. I mean, well, that's but that's what I do. I mean, I don't sleep. I used to do I, I that. Get, I, get I used to do that. And I'll look at my watch and I'll be like, oh, it's it's one, you know, and it's like, oh, I could probably stay for another hour and finish one days. more quest, you know. I can do one more mission, whatever. And then the next thing I know, the sun's coming out, and I'm like, oh, shit, I need some sleep. You know, See, but I, uh, I think there's a couple ways to look at this. And I, I think this is actually a detriment to, to gamers as a whole, and I'll tell you why. One of the topics that we've discussed, and Var, you've made mention of this before, um, and I don't know if you've been here for those discussions, is that one of the biggest bitches gamers have these days is you don't get enough bang for your buck, where the game doesn't last long enough, like you just said, Legal Tender, where you can get bio or uh, you know, Bioshock on a Saturday, play it all the way through and be done within right. a day, maybe two. Well, if you burn through it, I, I honestly had no gripe with Bioshock. I enjoyed it immensely. I'm well, just so, using, I was just using I. an example. I played it several you know, times. Back in the day, we'd buy a game, and it would last us 20, 25, 30 hours. That was expected. Right. Nowadays, when these they make games that are five, six, seven hours long, and that people complain, yeah, there you go. And people bitch about this, saying, you know what, it's, it's too short. See, I burn all the way through it. And then you read something like this, and it says, 9 out of 10 people, and with you, Legal Tender, I agree. I'm a perfect example of it. I've got a pile of PlayStation 3 games sitting over there that have either neither touched or only played halfway through and never completed. Final Fantasy is a perfect example. I keep getting distracted with something else. I will force myself to finish it eventually. But it's kind of what I when I say it's a detriment to us gamers. It's the fact that we cannot demand on one hand games that give us material that is consistent with the amount of money we're paying for it. Meaning, if it's sixty bucks for a game, by God, I want twenty thirty hours of entertainment. Here's here's uh, just I don't know if it's a perfect argument, but as a counterpoint, okay, a lot of uh, for example, one of you know a lot of the big bitches on you know length of game. Um, you know, you're generally looking at your first-person shooters for those. RPGs, okay. they still tend to have a lot of content. I mean, the big RPG guys are still making big games. With Dragon Age Origins, Final Fantasy, things of that nature. Right. Okay. I mean, the Mass Effect Mass games Effect. take about 40, 50 hours for the first one, 30, 40 for the second one. I'm hoping the third one goes back up. Okay. Um, you know, for you to do everything, but not just to burn straight through to the end, but to do everything, um, which most, I feel like most RPG gamers... Because that's the experience you're looking for, you're gonna do most of it. I mean, I most RPG gamers I think are looking for the experience. So unless you are trying to burn through and get to the ending, at least in my experience with gamers that I know, if you're an RPG guy, you're not just gonna go main quest, main quest, main quest. You're gonna be like, ooh, what's what's over here? Let's let's go check this out. Okay, that's where you get some more content. But when you're talking about these first person shooters, these Twitch games that are only five six hours. Well, that's their single player. You, have right. to, you do the, have to take into account the multiplayer. And that's, that's the difference, is that those kind of games, first-person shooters, like a Halo, like a Quake, you know, what have you, those games are designed these days more for your online multiplayer right. capacity, which I understand. But you know, even back then, when you played Doom and Quake uh, and Marathon and you know, Murder, Death, Kill, the, even the single-player games were still long. Right. They still had story. Even if they didn't have story, I still don't know what the hell Doom's story is. Let's think about it's hell and doomed. some demons. 
doesn't need a story. It's Doom. Th- right. Yeah, there you go. Get that's the blue my point. key. Get the red right. key. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, my not, point. Thank you. It's always been like that. But I guess but there's always a different level. Even to go through those levels would still take you time. Like I said, you can't on one hand, you know, demand that we get, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 hours of gameplay for our $60. And on the other hand, you find out that 90 some percent of the people don't play it all the way through anyway. See, but the if ones... the demand is for the 30, 40, 50, 60 hours on the single player versions of Modern Warfare, then yes, everyone's a hypocrite. And that's bullshit. Then fuck because all you of can't them. do it. But you can demand longer content from games that are primarily single player. I enjoyed Bulletstorm mainly because I'm still eight inside. You know, and it was <laughs> hilarious to shoot people in the butt and have it say pop up, you know, rear entry plus 150 points. And right. I thought that was funny. I enjoyed the game. I would have enjoyed a longer campaign because, in my opinion, the multiplayer, eh. You know, but it was a first person shooter, so it's designed. And they take multiplayer into account. See, but saying that, you know, we can't do the argue on one hand, oh, we want more content, and at the same time, you know, 9 out of 10 people aren't finishing, I'm pretty sure the ones that are, you know, your vocal contingency of this game was too short, it demands more content. Yeah, they're the finishers. Exactly. That's your 10%. You know what I mean? Like, of your friends, you know, how many sort of pay attention to video games in terms of, you know, have a subscription to a couple magazines related to, you know, gaming and stuff like well, that. Well, these days, nobody, because go out nobody does that anymore. You just go online for it. You know, I, I understand but what's your point. Yeah, exactly. Who's actually going to be in-depth to it? No, I got you. I got you. No, you're right. The, you know, the Nintendo powers of, you know, of yesteryear are gone. People that are really into it, that are studying the game, that are looking at it from every which way, I get that. Right, that are, you know, have one or two gaming websites that they look at regularly, like, you know, maybe on a daily basis to, you know, see the new articles and, you know, what have you. Those are your 10% that want more content and that finish games. It's, you know, your, your casual friend of a friend who, you know... Oh, you know, figures out that Modern Warfare Three came out because he, you know, logs onto his Xbox for the second time the month and sees that all his friends are playing it and is like, "Oh, I guess this oh, game it's a popular came out. game, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I guess I better go get it because that's how I just found out that this game existed." It's like, you know, those those are your nine out of ten, and there are, you know, so you believe 90% that ninety percent of the people playing games these days are casuals? Oh, I think yeah. that's oh, definitely yes. easy. That's I yeah. think yes. yes, I would agree with that. Wow, I. Are you guys it, like oh, go, shit? Ten no. percent of the gamers are hardcore gamers. Are us? I find that very hard to go. believe. Since we're the Nintendo generation, I find it very difficult to believe only ten percent of the people are out there willing to play a game from start to finish. Well, define gamer. Uh, go, going back to like what I was saying before us. about how you know. Well, then uh, if it's playing if with defining, my cousin, he doesn't want to win online. He's just there to you know what I mean. Like that's he's my very experience. definition for casual gamer. Like when he's playing Call of Duty and he's like you know oh, I don't really care if I win or lose. And I'm like, dude. What the hell? <laughs> like that—that's your nine out of ten. Okay. It depends on how you define gamer, I think. Because if you define gamer as us, well, then yeah, I think that number changes completely. But if you broaden gamer to anyone who plays games, then yeah, nine right. out of ten right, are so casual then, gamers. Okay, so then, right, right now, let's define it. Mystic Man plays Facebook games once in a while. Is she a gamer? No, no, no. Okay. But according to that definition, yes. probably. All right, because so then she once has again, we have a poll a where the numbers are skewed because well, we're not sure about the definition. But if you're talking, if you're talking, if gamers are us here in this room and the IRC guys and the other co-hosts who come on this show, yeah. then that number goes way down. In so my here's opinion. my here's my problem. I mean, not hugely down because all of us have picked up a game and not finished it because it didn't hold our attention. I saw a good example, Bioshock Two, which disappointed me. Okay. I didn't think it was as good as it should be. Story-wise, disappointment, but right. gameplay-wise and everything I was, else, I, enjoyed I, I gameplay, still enjoyed it. But the story was very disappointing it for was. me because I loved the first one. Right, exactly. You know? Building off of the first one, I right. wanted more from the second. Exactly. Yes. I almost didn't finish that game just because the story didn't hold me. I, finished, I ended up finishing it because it only took me like 
six hours. Right. Okay. I mean, I knocked it out but, in the weekend, and I kept hoping that the story right. would, you know, and you're like, like yeah, more. And, and you get to the end, you're like, maybe, maybe the good part's coming. Maybe right. the good part's coming. <laughs> right. And then it sort of ended, and you're like, The, the ending eh. sequence is going, and you're like, well, son of a bitch. Right. How am I... <laughs> Is but there more? <laughs> here's the thing. The numbers they're getting are from a gaming social network. Which I have never heard of. I have never heard, heard, of either, heard of it. But obviously these are people, like Scrub Puppy says, we here in IRC are that 10%. My guess is, like Legal Tender just said, if you're going on to a social network for a website for gamers, then you probably fit the mold of that 10% of gamers. They're the ones who are claiming they're not finishing the games. And their lives, to me, is the problem. Well, because I, the companies are going to look at this and say, "Look, this is our demographic. These are the people that are going to buy anything we put out there. They're really heavy into games. They're not finishing anything. So therefore, but again, we don't have to put on, any no, no, effort no. in past a certain time." No, point. no, no. I would disagree with that because again, those numbers: nine out of ten games. Oh, Whoa, carefully! Sorry. Can't touch that button. Bumped the uh, bottom yeah. of that cord yeah. there. Don't touch it. <laughs> Yikes! Go ahead. That was loud. Um, <laughs> Yeah, lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> I, if they made a new cord, I would buy it. They don't. Yeah. Continue. Um. Anyways, the point being, I mean, when you're looking at nine out of ten games, there are, there are games that all of us have finished. Yes. They don't specify. They don't clarify that number at all. They don't tell us any method for gathering that number. That I saw, anyways. Let me see. They're not saying nine out of ten players don't finish. All right. It says the game. The gaming social network vouches for that, noting that only ten percent of those in its service who have played Red Dead Redemption have finished the last mission. All right. So wait a minute. They're taking off one game. Off of one game. And here's my problem with Red Dead being used as a standard. I loved Red Dead. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But the last twenty percent of that game, boring as fuck. I had to make myself do it. Just 10% of gamers actually finished the game. An industry veteran told Cena in a recent feature he and his colleagues Plus it's and other figures game. back him up. But it doesn't say how they, come, how they come about those numbers. Let's see. Let's actually go to the CNN article because Kotaku's just kind of picking apart pieces here. So, all right. Um, da, 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 da. Once considered a pastime, video games have grown immensely in the last 30 years, become a mainstream fixture alongside movies and music. Blah, 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 blah. See, okay, here is, it is. This Keith Fuller guy is what I've been told. Right. As a blanket expectation. Eh. And it doesn't get much better when isolated just, uh, just to just avid gamers. Quote, just 10 years ago, I recall some standard that only 20% of gamers ever finish a game, says John Lee, Vice President of Marketing at Raptor, R-A-P-T-R, and former executive of Capcom, THQ, and Sega, which we talked about a minute ago. But it doesn't say... Again, they're using Red Dead as their tracker. Right. And again, in my opinion... The back last little bit of that game, I was bored by then. I was done. I finished it. The aging game. Well, the, the problem it. is, I, I look in the mirror, I see that person looking back as the person who's not finishing games. I am going to have to force myself to finish Final Fantasy. I'm only 20 minutes in and I hate it. Well, then don't finish it. I, I, I don't. 80 bucks on that plus I, the... What everybody said about that game, I remember shortly after it came out, was like, after the first 12 hours, it gets really good. Right. We had to, <laughs> and oh, I remember finding I that just to be a hilarious statement. At the beginning of the 21st century, the average gamer was pushing 30, mid to late 20s to be exact. They weren't playing as often as they did in their adolescence, but in between entry-level jobs, earnest slacking in higher education, there was little, uh, still ample time to play. Fast forward to today, and the average gamer is 37. I'm a, wow. I'm a ways off of that yet. According to the Entertainment Software Association, the average age of the most frequent game buyers is 41, nearing just for men-type levels. They're raising kids in the middle of a career, worried about retirement. Not only that, but time is precious for games of all ages. 
People have short attention spans and limited time now, says Jeremy Airy, head of the U.S. production of Konami. Uh, a glut of games. That's another two is... Does you that have... average age sound right to you? No, it I does mean, not. I'm no. pretty sure everybody here has done... Have you done video game retail at some point? No. I know... No, we did. Yeah, we did. And, I mean, I, I do remember one day this, like, 70, maybe 80-year-old dude came in and bought a PS2 game, and I was just, you know, casually conversation with him. I was like, oh, so this is for your like, grandson or something? He's like, no, this is for me. I was like, sir, I want to shake your hand. Right. <laughs> like, that right. Is, I'm like, this is badass. I'm like, that is what I want to be when I get to your age. Still going. But, Look, I mean, yeah, by and large, I, I, that yeah. does 41 not sound right to me. seems I think, pretty high. Well, 41, yeah, I do think you have to take into account a lot of the buyers are gifting. That's you true. know for younger people that could be because uh, say you're 41 and you have three nephews and you know a birthday is coming or up or whatever. What's a safe bet? Right. And again, we're kind of taking it off of. And I, I hate to, I, I, I hate mean, to be that nerd, but I want to see the numbers. I want to see the questions they're asking, where the information is coming. Well, you from. have to ask for the numbers. I mean, when you're talking about something like this, it looks to me like they're taking all their information off one social networking yes. site that I've never heard of, and a game that honestly. If everyone had the same experience as I did with it, unless you are a guy who grinds it out, which is what I am. I that's, buy a game and then I push. That's you, Legal Tender. You're the grinder. Yeah. You'll grind out anything. I mean, I, I buy a game and I will be done with it. I will play it until right. the end, then I'll go on to my next game. But a lot of people multitask. A lot of people switch it up. You know, there's other types out there. But unless you are a grinder, I can see why you would stop playing Red Dead Redemption. Right. Using, I can see using I one game tell the point. is what we call, you know, not a statistically significant you know, bullshit. It's a blip on the radar. <laughs> right. Now, it may it's point a, to something more significant, but unless you go more in-depth with it, and again, I want to see the source material because we're kind of taking the word for it, and to me, it doesn't sound right. Now, back to your point, Legal Tender, about does the age sound right? No. I, I am 33. I turned 33 in March. Okay? As far as gamers go, I'm pretty up there. I grew up as a kid, as a 6, 7, 8-year-old kid with the Atari console system, and then seg my way into the Nintendo. That is where the majority of gamers are coming from, that 35 and younger. Let's say 35 to 20. When I was in retail working at the uh, Babbage's and later GameStop, much like you were in the various places you worked at, majority of people buying games were high school and college. Right. Very rarely, much like you said, was an adult. And I, you can always tell he wasn't buying for himself when he comes in and says, yeah, that I'm looking game for that new, uh, that new uh, <laughs> right. Legend of um, Zelda. Yeah, that thing, you know, right. for, the, for the console. The football game. Right. Every August, you come, parents come in, the football game. You mean Madden, probably? Right. <laughs> All right, here it is. Fuller says the devil's in the details. Quote, I worked on a project that took 50 people in 18 months to produce 20 minutes of gameplay. With the expectation so high for visual and audio fidelity, lifelike animation, enemy behavior, and movie-like, uh, movie-quality cinemas, it can take two years for a team of 100 people to create six hours of playable story. At an average burn rate of $10,000 per man uh, per month, that's $24 million just in development cost. You're not likely to find a publisher that will shoot the bill for extending that campaign to 20 hours. Well, here, I guess okay. I, I get what they're saying, but I guess what I find interesting is the fact that maybe 70 to 80% of game companies are following that recipe and they're going to these short, blippy little games um, that don't have a ton of content. And it's right there. The future right. is shorter games. But, and I read ahead, so I kind of... Oh, uh, did you? Okay. But I just... Because this is their point. The future is shorter games, you know, quick response, quick everything. But you know what? There are companies out there who are going the opposite direction and are going for that epic content, and they are doing fine. 
but those are few and far between. Well, but and my that point, is the problem. When yes. the, the big guns, your EAs, your Capcoms, your Konamis, your THQs, your all of them are kicking shit out the door one after another. I remember when everybody got pissed off when Left for Dead, the sequel, came out like six months later after the original. Yeah, it's like, was... what the fuck? You didn't even give us a chance to play the first one. Now you're kicking the sequel out the door? Right. You just tried to rake in the money before everything falls apart on you. And people got open arms about that. I think there's a serious disconnect here with what we are claiming we want and what's actually happening. And that's why I said you can't have it both ways. You can't have it on one hand and the other. I, I agree. But I guess my, my only point being there's two directions to go. Most of these companies seem to be going with the shorter one, the Facebook game, the iPad game, the, I, you know, the right. iPhone game, whatever. Um, but there are companies going the other direction, and they're doing fine, and I hope more companies go that way. Because if you can make a successful epic game, people will come back. They will play it through multiple times. They will buy, you know, they will go get the DLC. You know, they will do the micros. And I think, I think actually, MMORPGs are probably the best example of that you could find. Dragger says, hey, I'm 51. I've been gaming for years and don't see it ending anytime soon. No, I'm not saying gaming's ending anytime soon. If anything, it's only going to continue to get bigger. That's, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the way games have been made in the golden era, when we came up with it, when we cut our teeth on games, you could even a first-person shooter, you could figure 15, 20, 25 hours for a game. You knew that it wasn't going to end abruptly and very quickly. Like Legal Tender, so we're just kind of waiting for it to get better, and then it just it's done. This article is saying, and I, if the numbers hold true, and obviously, even if they're, you know, the numbers are flawed, the gaming companies think they're legitimate, right. you're going to get shorter games, and you're still going to pay the same amount of money for it. That's kind of a draw. You know, that, that, that's not a draw for me. That's, that's kind of a, a downside. Now, to your point, Varyar, you say that there are some game companies that aren't shirking their duty, that they are giving you everything you're asking for. They're basically giving you, you know, you're getting enough bang for your buck. Well, I think I think it's more the the industry starting to subdivide itself. You're you've got a ton of companies out there that are putting out your you know high speed, low calorie games, you know, with not a ton of content, but you can play them you yeah. know on your phone or at the office real quick, or you can punch them out in an hour, you know, and that's fine. And a lot of companies are going there because there are a lot of casual gamers, but there are companies that are still catering to the more yeah, hardcore so, guy. Scrub puppy. The awesome thing is Hell that when yeah. we're all in retirement homes, land parties will be common. <laughs> no, they <laughs> won't scrub puppy because, like Starcraft Two and Diablo has shown us, they're taking land out of those games. You can't. There's no land support for those games anymore. By the time we're in friggin' retirement homes, there won't be any land. I'll still have my four Xboxes, sixteen controllers ready to yeah, throw. Yeah, can you down believe this shit? This guy's got how, how many? Okay, give <laughs> tell Varyar how much you own. Tell him. I own four three sixties. I. I think I got about six or seven controllers, though, for that. But, I mean, for the original Xbox, I own four of them, and I own 16 controllers. Why? <laughs> That's the, there you go. See, because... that's what I said. Why the hell would you spend that much money on systems? Explain yourself. I mean, it was late in the cycle. You know, the 360 had already come out, and, you know, You still I own needed... four 360s. Why does any man need four 360s? Well, okay, is he and 15 of his closest friends. Oh, no, he does. Right. Yeah. He does. He throws uh, Halo parties at his Jesus. house or his brother's house, and they pack in 16 people, eight upstairs, eight in the basement. That's sad. I've been there. It hasn't, it's not sad. It's it, fun. It hasn't but come together strikes. as much no, as I Halo like recently. But... Halo is sad. Yeah, well, I mean, there's no skill involved. It's Halo. I've yet to see him play any kind of uh, con- or, I'm sorry, a PC shooter. 
That's you won't. I don't like playing on the PC. The mouse is that why they call keyboard, them console fat? Yeah, that's the right. mouse and keyboard yes. setup is just not if superior it, to everything. Is, yes, it is it's superior it's to just everything. Not as much fun as using the controller. No, I just no, oh winning God. is fun, and mouse and keyboard lets you. I swear. We've you, done that story before. Oh that show Microsoft <laughs> tested it, and they will, that's why they won't put Halo out anymore. I'm sorry. They won't allow any kind of cross playing between people online. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, they they put the mouse and keyboard up against and the I average players. You take, the pros. you take the worst. Well, maybe not the worst. No, but that's a, what happened. They, they took average PC gamers against the elite of the of the console players, and the and console they wiped will get the floor. murdered every time. The mouse gives much better accuracy. The keyboard gives much better speed and versatility. It is not even close. But Halo sells a shitload more than most of the first person shooters online. Well, on, that is uh, true, PC but I still days. think it's a dog shit title. Woman giving birth to a baby in the Dominican Republic. I'm, I don't know if I want to watch that. Yeah, why? It's a commercial for Xbox. Oh, okay. All right, hang on. We gotta watch this real quick. Uh, she's screaming. That looks unhappy. Oh shit. Oh, I've seen this. Uh, she gives birth to a baby, and it's now like, and it's shooting doing Mach out there, 50. and it's growing, and it's getting older, and and then it's gonna get, you know, hit the ground. Okay, I don't get it. Is it like shooting at the freedom? Uh, I, you know, no, it's because he's going to get all jobs. the way old and then just like, it's just a naked man flying through the air. This is an Xbox commercial? Yeah, and he's dead. So how is this an Xbox commercial? And he lands right in the grave. Right, so he squirts him out, he flies through the air and lands in a grave. Life is short, play more. Xbox. And now I can see why that marketing campaign did not make it to the United States. Because that was stupid. That was... That's pretty shitty. Puzzling. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Unreal Tournament 3 lets PS3 players who use keyboard and mouse and controller players play on the same server. You know what? We've, I've tried a homebrew keyboard and mouse system on uh, the original Xbox for Halo because Legal Tender actually invested in it and brought it over from China. It was horrific because it did yeah, not allow... The mouse uh... barely worked. You couldn't get it to move. It was not fluid. It was terrible. I ended up playing with the controller because it was actually better. Actually, uh, I actually like the uh, point that Edge Damadred's making here. The whole $60 price point for every new game. Yes. He's saying that that's a problem because it puts developers, publishers, and consumers in the mindset that all games must have the same amount of contact graphic, content, graphics, and audio quality, or they all have, at least have to be the same price. I'll be honest. I would, I would happily pay a little bit more for a better product. If I knew something had... You know, if I knew something was that much better, I'd pay more for it. See, the it. problem is it's not paying more for a better product. It's the fact that we're paying more for shitty product. Well, I agree. And their, their you know, excuses, what they're going to turn around and say is, well, you can go buy $20 games off of the PlayStation Network, Xbox Live, you know, Steam. You can go get those $10, $20 games well, I'm not if you want to pay extra. Yeah, well, their product belongs with those. Right. You know, some of, the, some of the titles that do come out and get on the store shelves and they are $60, Really shouldn't be See, that's like $60. Magico. Magico's a, a $10 game that was pretty badass. Uh, where is it? I've showed you this yeah, one, I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, I don't know. I, I, I disagree, and I would very much like to see where they're coming at with their numbers. I, under, I, I could understand where a vast majority of people are not finishing their games because, look, if I'm playing a game to kill time before the next big title comes out, then I'm not necessarily going to finish it. I've had StarCraft 2 now since for, since a day before it actually officially came out. Right. I've yet to play a single player. Hmm. I played an assload of it online, but I've not played a single player. 
Well, it's now more back of a in the day, for you. Warcraft two and three and Starcraft, I would have. Oh yeah, I played the single player the minute I got until I finished it. Now I don't care. I don't care. But I'm sure that will count as an unfinished game, even though I've played a ton of it. Probably. And the other thing too is. People are kind of, I mean, a lot of these companies are moving away from the single-player format, and they're going towards a multiplayer base. Because majority of players, I think, where it's getting to that point, are more interested in playing online with their buddies or in competition against other people than they are sitting at home playing with themselves. Well, and, and the, in that, which case, I have no problem with that. And, right. You can right. sell map packs or, right. or uh, uh, you know, uh, weapons upgrades or you right. know, stupid hats if you're playing fucking Team Fortress. You can get three top hats for your sniper. But again, that goes back to, I think, the earlier conversation where we were saying with the multiplayer games, it's hard to judge those because, you know, maybe I didn't finish the single player campaign, which was all of five hours long, but I've played a grand total of like 80 hours online. online. Yeah. You know, that I, I don't know. It just seems like those those kind of numbers, I'd like to know where they get them. I'd like to know more about how they put them together before we actually, you know, could come to any type of actual determination of what it means. Uh, okay. Uh, let's take a look. Drag this image up to your home button to get faster access to friends. I don't want faster access to friends. I can't stand the ones I've got here. That hurt my feelings. Let's nah. see. So we still have the Facebook face-off to come. We've got three contenders this week. So we'll get to that a little later on. Let's see what else we got. The mailbag. So if you want to get in the mailbag, it's emperor1gacox.net. Send in your questions, comments, opinions now. We'll get them in here at the uh, top of the next hour, the next hour segment. In about 10 minutes, we're going to take our first technical official break, our only break, actually, uh, since we have one for dinner. We have more to get to this evening. Let's see what else we got on the way. This is the one. This is the Twilight Tard, the Twilight Tard. This is what I was talking about at dinner. This is from Fox News. Texas teen vampire bites stranger, says he needed to feed. A Texas man, I use the term loosely, you can see by the picture he's a real winner, folks. This is the kind of guy you want to shoot. A Texas man (laughs) was behind bars Monday after breaking into a stranger's apartment and biting her neck, claiming he was a 500-year-old vampire who, quote, needed to feed, the Houston Chronicle reported. Lyle Monroe Bensley, 19, is being held on a charge of burglary with intent to commit assault after the incident, which occurred early Saturday in Galveston, Texas, about 50 miles southwest of Houston. Southeast, sorry. Wearing only boxer shorts, Bensley forced his way into the apartment. Okay, and there we run into the first problem of the story. If you're really a vampire, you should know you can't enter anybody's dwelling unless you are invited. Therefore, you have already made your you know your claim invalid. But I digress. Vampire tries to come into my house. He's going to find out how immortal he really is. <laughs> is that your arm? <laughs> Wearing only boxer shorts, Bensley forced his way into the apartment of a woman he did not know and made growling and hissing noises while biting and hitting his victim in her bed, officers told the paper. The woman managed to get away and call police, who found Bensley in the parking lot of the apartment complex. He was begging us to restrain him because he didn't want to kill us, Galveston officer Daniel Erickson told the Chronicle. He said he needed to feed. Bensley also told police, I'm a vampire, and I've been alive for over 500 years. That just has the ring of truth to it. I believe him. Emergency medical personnel said the suspect did not appear to be under the influence of drugs. 
Oh, so he wasn't even high. Nope, he's just stupid, ladies and gentlemen. Authorities accordingly placed a mental health hold on Bensley and set his bond at $40,000. The woman, meanwhile, suffered minor health injuries, according to this place. Now, here's the thing. And I was I was trying to find out. I, was, I actually have this article somewhere, and I guess I didn't send it to myself. There are several articles out there that are using this as an example that are kind of launching into the question now, has the vampire mythos, the, the whole vampire and pop culture because of Twilight and the, the you know, True Blood or whatever the hell that one TV show is, has it gotten so popular that now it's corrupting morons like this, that people are so enamored with being a vampire that they want to be a vampire? That they're, and The article that I was reading went on to state that you know, they're attracted to it because they're loners. They're outsiders. Most of them are handsome. They're, they're attractive. Stupid. They're If they're attractive, they'd have friends and they wouldn't be twitards. Oh, but they don't have to have friends because they're loners. You know, they're, they're set they're from a, a world apart from everybody else. Forced to live only at night and break into women's apartments and suck their blood because they need to feed. Well, that's only idiotic. And uh, you know what? Here, here's the thing. I don't think it's a problem because eventually some of these retards are going to break into houses that exercise their Second Amendment rights and they're going to get <laughs> filled full of holes. And that will prove to them that they are in fact not vampires and will add some much needed chlorine to the goddamn gene pool. Or better yet, we get to test the theory, are vampires immune to AIDS? That'd be fun. Or the herp. <laughs> I like the AIDS. I mean, can you imagine one of these guys breaking into an apartment? getting a mouthful of AIDS blood, and then trying to sue the person for it? Because you know that would happen. I was trying to figure out why the woman wasn't struggling, and why when I told her I was going to drink her blood, she started laughing. Now I know. Because <laughs> that's the gift that keeps on giving. AIDS. <laughs> Share it with all your friends. Well, if they're vampires like you, yeah. I mean, I, I heard this story years ago that, you know, and I'm sure it exists, and it, I'm sure it's a true story, that there are these groups of the, the, these weirdos that get together and they, they suck each other's blood. And, and no, no, no. I remember, I actually said on CNN, it was actually a this. story. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, they actually did a whole thing on this. That they get together and, oh, yes, no, it's very cleansing. It, it, it's a very social event. You know, we meet, we talk. Then we you rip know, each other's throats yeah, open. No, I mean, they, they suck a bit of my blood. I suck a bit of theirs. We get to know each other. It's, it's all very, very innocent. Yeah. And they show some guy who spent like $600 getting ceramic fangs put into his mouth, so he looked more of the part. Oh, it's all very innocent and social. And then these are the people that I have to pay for welfare? <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Your neck gave me AIDS. I'll give me $200,000. Yeah. <laughs> Vampire AIDS, wasn't that on the quickening? <sighs> Holy Eskimo. No, I think the AIDS is what makes them sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, yes, I believe Vampire Eights was on the quickening. So, hey, Vampire, don't drop the soap. Pretty ballsy for Texas. Everyone is armed there. 500 years and still living in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you don't save your money. Mr. President, can you clarify in what way AIDS is the gift that keeps on giving? Thanks, Zanet. That's my point. I can never run for president. <laughs> See? That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. <sighs> How do you follow up that one? But I you know, know, I think yeah, it's a legitimate yeah. point. Is I think the Twilight thing really has, and I, I, I still, I do not understand this. I, I don't. And someone really needs to explain it to me. And maybe I need to have a woman explain it to me. How this thing can become such the phenomenon that it is. 
what appeal does this godforsaken, shitty written storyline with very bad prose and the worst dialogue yes! of all time? Yes. And oh can gay God. vampires get AIDS? Well, obviously. I sure. Varyar seems to be an expert on this subject. I don't know why. AIDS is the gay virus. Now the question is: Are they allowed to come out of the closet without permission, or do you need to get somebody? <laughs> I mean, you got to get permission to go into somebody's house. Can I come out of the closet? No. Get back in there. <laughs> get in there with the skeletons. Vote Not for Don't protect your right to hold Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. Marake, going back to our previous discussion, the reason 9 out of 10 people aren't completing their games is because they get blinded by their own sparkles once the sun rises after a late-night gaming session. See, I sit here next to Legal Tender, and he'll be the first one to tell you he hates sunlight. You don't even go out in the sunlight, do you? It's just there's no appeal to it to me. It's so you overrated. You goddamn vampire. He's in, no, no I, I make the joke about no, it all the time. He's like white as drywall. Yeah. He sits in I mean, tell him about your basement. I, I still make funny about this, too. <laughs> Come out of the coffin. I, like I, I was like living two, in my brother's house. The when two we, windows in the basement. Uh, yeah, actually... there, there were little windows in the basement, and, you know, it just so happened that if you took two empty Xbox 360 boxes, they fit perfectly to block out, you know, any light entering the basement. Now, the same thing is, did. if I could get away with it, I would do the same thing he does. Yeah. I would just play games all day. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. What the hell do I care? <laughs> I mean, I... I've been working afternoons all for the last couple of weeks. All I do is stay up all night and play games. Nice. But I still like the sun. I miss those days. We had our uh, company outing, our department outing this past week. Legal Tender here did very well Speaking in playing Speaking of which, coral. I got a... Uh, did you get a tan? Yes, I... Well, you know the uh, wristband, too? A little bit of color. For the access oh, to yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was like redness, and then the wristband <laughs> was there. Like, still my normal color, so... Bit of a uh, farmer's tan or whatever, except on the wrist. Because so. it was pretty hot. It was, it was very... We were right next to uh, Cleveland Brown Stadium because they had it at the Science Center. So... Yeah, that was the longest I've been outside in quite a while. A couple hours. <laughs> yeah. It <was> brutal. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty hot, too. I could just see him, like, <laughs> walking out the... D- There's a ball of fire in the sky! What is What that? is this? <laughs> you should people I, do this all I the worship time? worship him? <laughs> Uh, well alright folks uh, we're at our break times 8 o'clock we have another hour and a half to go we're going to go over a little overboard a little overboard we're going to go a little late tonight because we were we had dinner obviously so we kind of got sidetracked we always go overboard Uh, we've got yes we do we got plenty of hobbies to get to tonight we still got the Facebook face off and now that I have my editing software working I will make a sounder for this not just the saber dance nice so that's you have to come the mailbag and whatever the hell else drops out. I was actually hoping to get a call from Highlander here, but because uh, it is Sunday night, I believe he's probably done. I don't know if he's on his way back or if he's not. If he's coming back later tonight, I will text him in the break. We'll find out what the hell Highlander's up to. Maybe we can give you a uh, a quick uh, rundown of how his week was. So, folks, we're back in about ten minutes. Keep it right here. Morning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. You're 
You're listening to The Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here on The Emperor's Court here on Burst World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am told it's being talked about in IRC now, and I had heard this earlier because Poster was telling me that uh, Gaddafi's force has surrendered and the Libyan rebels have entered Tripoli, but apparently... Uh, from what Smurfett's telling me is that they have captured him. Now, from what CNN's reporting, I'm sorry, Fox News reporting that they nabbed Gaddafi's son. There's no mention of having nabbed Gaddafi himself. you got to wonder where the hell he's off to. But if he escapes the country, this thing ain't over, because he's got a lot of money, I'm sure, he's got squirreled away. And he's not going to stop trying to get his power back. So, you know, if they nabbed him, all well and good, but my guess is they probably won't. I did see the Lockerbie bomber. Uh, some doctors are now claiming that he could live several more years. So thank you, Scotland, for fucking that one up. So you can get your oil. I'm cleaning my glasses, so make make nice talk. Fill time. What what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, the easiest one to transition from. Right, yeah. <laughs> Rebels enter Tripoli. Now yes. discuss amongst yourselves. <laughs> that is awesome, I think. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, just like you, like you were saying, Civil War. Yep. Yay. So from Highlander, I just got a text. Uh, let's see. Went, my presentation went well. The group from Spokane is considered incompetent, but I am an unknown. Because it is his first year at the convention, right. so he doesn't know anybody there. You would think you'd rather go with unknown than known incompetent. Right. But, you know. So. <laughs> Maybe he's competent. Maybe I mean, he's not. But, you know. But these guys definitely the, aren't. The known the quantity are a bunch of The of Planet Express is that guy. <laughs> <laughs> See, now they're they're posting on Facebook. Uh, some of these, uh, you know, Smurfette's got one up here, and the stories. Mr. Private's got yeah. There's different stories we've covered. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Nice. That is Facebook face off uh, to come later. And I wish my microphone stopped. It keeps like going away from me. It's like slowly drifting. Moves. Yes, drifts. I'm not really sure why that is. Okay. Printable homes coming soon thanks to WikiHouse. What? I don't know. Go ahead. This is from Geek.com. All right. Computerization has had a major impact on just about every aspect of manufacturing and fabrication. It's also led to democratization of the process. Democratization? Democratization. Whatever. Enabling enthusiastic DIYers with a bit of (laughs) know-how and a little extra cash in their bank accounts to create some pretty amazing things with devices like 3D printers, desktop laser cutters, and programmable CNC machines. It's this last piece of equipment that WikiHouse wants to help you put to good use. The goal of WikiHouse is to allow people to freely download open-source structures, which can be opened and modified using Google SketchUp. The plan's building components are designed to be milled from 18-millimeter sheets of plywood, and the resulting pieces can be fitted together like a giant puzzle. They're even labeled during fabrication, making it perhaps a bit more like building an IKEA desk, though that can be puzzling at times. In addition to marking, in addition to marking pieces for easy assembly, the CNC will even cut a wooden mallet that can be used to ensure a tight fit between panels. The finished skeleton, when assembled properly on a solid footing, is ready to clad, glaze, wire, plumb, and finish. Though WikiHouse assures that you won't need any power tools to assemble your creation, I'm going to hazard a guess that all the required bolting might be a touch more enjoyable if you grab your trusty cordless impact driver and sockets. WikiHouse has been hammered, pardon the pun, by traffic. So while you wait for the site to return, you can download Google SketchUp and the WikiHouse plugin. 
That CNC machine will set you back a few thousand bucks, but why not split it with some friends? Once WikiHouse is rolling, you can take turns churning out sheds, pergolas, and garages with each other. So, basically, WikiHouse is offering you a assembly line for building houses? That's what it seems to be. It looks like it's basically, obviously not a printer, but, you know, obviously some type of peripheral that you plug your computer in, the thing reads the plans, and it slices up this plywood into the appropriate size chunks and labels it for you so that you you can just, you know, basically build a house by numbers. Isn't that how they're built already? I think they all build houses. I always kind of assumed that was the case, though. I think this is going to be... The idea, at least, I think, based on what it said and what it looks like, is something for a little more... A little easier for the layman to figure out. You know, so that, like, you or I could put our own house together with the pieces this thing makes. I don't know that I would want to be a layman or a do-it-yourself, like, rookie trying to build my own house. You know, this weekend, I'm going to build myself a house. I got all this extra land. What the hell? I'm going to go to Wiki House and download myself a five-bedroom mansion. Although, if it worked, and I would, I definitely have, you know, questions as to quality. Right. Obviously. Um, and safety, I guess, if it's multi-story. Or <laughs> I'm just waiting for the, the Wiki House version of, you know, <laughs> do-it-yourself electronics or do-it-yourself uh, <laughs> electrical work. Do-it-yourself plumbing. Yeah, I wonder how many people are going to start just churning out these wooden houses without, you know, any real foundation. Right. Or, you know, it's going to collapse, going to die. you need to know exactly, and you'll just be reading stories months <laughs> from now about, yeah, the third story just caving in Lawsuits. on people. Bob, I built this house. Oh, would you put it on? Sandbox. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what do you mean, but I put it on the ground? <laughs> right. We had the space in the backyard. I just thought I'd put up a new structure. Tuta Qaddafi's sons arrested in Tripoli. All right, now you got to question the intelligence of this. If you know they're coming for you and you're about to get surrounded, why the hell wouldn't you flee the capital with all of your money? I know I would. Yeah, I definitely. So there you go. at the same time, maybe they couldn't. Maybe they couldn't get out. Back to Wiki House. I don't know. I, 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 I could see Little Tanner's point that this is just a lawsuit waiting to happen. Because you know what's going to end up happening, like you just said. Well, Someone's going to come back and say, well, I did exactly what the thing told me to do, and it collapsed and killed my wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've, I've got a... What happens? I've got a staircase that doesn't lead anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I, we I, care I think It's I, kind of... I, I, stuff like that, I think, is definitely probably the wave of the future. I just wouldn't trust the, the beta version. I guess is how right. I put it. You know, <laughs> I feel like eventually that's that's kind of how things are going to be made and all that kind of cool. You know, it'll be real cool and all that. But you know, it seems I, like it'll, I think it would even ju- in alpha, not even beta. It yet. seems like it's just going to make it easier on the people who already know how to do that kind of crap to right. get their stuff done, rather than like you know somebody who's never swung a hammer before going right. out and you know getting. That's all not that a bad idea. Is. Although, what happens if you know? Well, Another aspect of this is what happens if somebody designs houses or builds them and, you know, their plans get leaked onto the Internet because of WikiHouse somehow. And the next thing you know, people are designing and building houses based off somebody else's work. I can see any kind of copyright infringement with that. I'm not sure how that works. I, you know, that just kind of popped in my head there. I yeah, don't know. I, I think it's – I guess it's a novel idea. I just can see any number of problems with it. I think – I, like I said, I think it's kind of – this is probably where things are going – but, you know, baby steps. We're in the early stages here. And the early stages could be dangerous. 
I don't plan on building myself a house. And I, oh, Jesus Christ! Whoa! Oh, the mailbag got bigger. Huh? Emperor 1G at Cox, and we're going to do it at the top of the hour here for the mailbag. Wow. Okay, so here's one from... Wow, okay. So it's really kind of ballooned. Yes. Really? Thank you. I like how it was ended the snitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Natural 20 can get on his knees and suck my ass. I don't even care. What, I, I, I could not care less what he's got to say about anything, whether he's joking or not. Okay, moving on. Uh, this, okay, this is going back to the Mass Effect. Uh, Nunlef was able to track down this for me, and here we go. This is from GameRevolution.com. Well, I found it. The Glenn Beck of female gaming journalism. Maybe I shouldn't have fallen knowingly into the trap of a troll, but my hands have free time and I like to slap. It all began when Bioware had a contest where they put six mock female shepherds, femsheps, on a Facebook page and asked fans to vote for the one they wanted to be the face of the female shepherd ad campaign for Mass Effect 3. I don't really care if she looks like Carrot Top as long as they don't push the, uh, the release of M3 back any further. All right. Uh, however, there was a significant amount of feedback on the poll by Facebook users and fellow gaming journalists alike. One article in particular caught my attention, especially when I read the headline, Mass Effect 3, Death to Blonde Shepherd. That's the one we read. Right. Uh, let's see. It goes on to complain about the bit she was writing this article. Anyways, Rich goes on, Richards, being the author of, of that article, of that blog, goes on to support the idea that Femme Shepherd's growing popularity is an example of how people prefer to be sucked into a, quote, wishy-washy, barbie-faced personality vacuum rather than a choosy version female shepherd that breaks social norms. Now, I despise female stereotypes as so much as the next vagina bearer, <laughs> but Richard's argument is absurd, namely because it isn't an argument at all. It's an op- opinion. Yeah. And then she uh, compares her spank bank to a Rolodex. What's that about? Just because uh, she wouldn't look twice at Femme Shepherd 5 in the locker room doesn't mean other people wouldn't. Let's keep it real here, Kim. You wouldn't be complaining about her hair color. She was behind you. (laughs) 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 Richards did have her favorite, though, Femme number two, which is the butch lesbian-looking one. Really? She has the same damn facial structure as Femme Shepherd five with different hair. All this proves is that Kim Richards prefers a woman with dark hair who sport a bun or a ponytail. I find her analysis of Femship number 5 more offensive than most misogynist uh, comments I've heard from men in my entire lifetime. This is coming from a woman who grew up with five guys, so I've heard some pretty dumb shit. Okay, so basically, all right, so that really is it. It's just the bitch complaining about, you know, not enough diversity and all that. So now they're showing the different Femships, the G.I. Jane Shepherd, the Dominican Republic Posh Spice Shepherd, Emo Shepherd, Steampunk Shepherd. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Femme Shep compared to Starbucks. Oh, that's not a looking one. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I, now I get it. So she's just complaining because she doesn't like blondes. Oh, well, too bad. Your opinion is you don't like blondes. How does it make my opinion any less valid? It's the internet. You don't have to have a reason to whine. And the guy points out that, you know, I'm sure I'm being trolled, but I'm going to follow, follow into it anyways or fall into it. Right. And this is a person who, again, I, I'm guessing is, you know, crusading the virtues of feminazism. You think you at least try to be at least a little legitimate with your or commentary. consistent even. Right. So there we go. 
In the what the fuck file, I come across this one. Huh. Geek.com. Blind man sued for illegally downloading porn that he can't watch. <laughs> oh, shit. You want this one, Glitter? Sure. Go for it. Yes. <laughs> California Porn Studio Imperial Enterprises Incorporating is suing 3,500 people for illegally downloading the company's pornographic content. However, one of the defendants claims there's no way he would have downloaded the illegal snuff. So what's his proof? Imperial Enterprises has his IP address, which nope. is reason enough to believe that he downloaded the porn, right? John Doe, as he has chosen to be named, <laughs> is actually blind. So they've got his IP address. Okay, first you get a question. How the hell do you get on the Internet in the first place? How the hell is he able to actually do I mean, I can see having a Braille keyboard, but how do you know what you're really typing in? Well, I think it's that's I mean, they have voice those. activated. Yeah. Do they? Or, yeah. Didn't you ever see, uh, what was it, Seven Pounds with uh, Will Smith? It was a bad no. movie, but... Uh, it was a bad movie. It's probably didn't it see it. It was a no, bad movie, but um, in it there was a... Uh, I want to say it was... I'm going to screw up the name because I'm terrible with actors, but there was one of the... This one guy was in it, and he uh, was working in a call center, and he was blind. Okay. And so he was at his station, and yeah, the, like his whole setup was pretty much all like. So what is this, this like? Is the voice act like www dot you know knuckleschildren dot like com? Or, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> spankwire dot org or whatever. I mean, basically, just you know, for blind people using PCs, they there are options. Okay. <laughs> so, all right, continuing. Though some of you may be thinking. Maybe he downloaded it to have something to listen, listen to. to. <laughs> <laughs> Doe claims he has been falsely accused. The legally blind man said he was too busy to password protect his Wi-Fi connection, which resulted in someone else getting on his network and downloading the porn entitled Tokyo Cougar Cream Pie. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for him to read those three words nice. in the entire article. <laughs> Tokyo Cougar Cream Pie. Nice. All right, go ahead. Doe told the Seattle <laughs> Weekly that the whole thing was a little ridiculous as his movie-watching ability is non-existent. He said his kids that watch movies, but they're four and six, so they don't watch <laughs> much porn either. Well, hopefully they don't. They don't watch much porn? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Doe will likely have to settle since he doesn't have the money to afford a lawyer to counter the suit, nor does he have the money to pay if he loses the suit. <laughs> Going in front of the judge would cost thousands, and it would cost hundreds of thousands if he lost the case. So if neither Doe, his wife, nor his two small children downloaded the porn, who did? The Doe's apparently live in a densely populated area, which means there's a lot of people in cr close prox proximity that are able to hack or just connect to Doe's Wi-Fi. We've seen this happen time and time again, and this is certainly a wake-up call to protect your Wi-Fi password. The big companies will not take pity on who they sue. I if guess they have not. your IP address and have proof of something being <laughs> illegally downloaded from your address, that's all they need to bring you to court. Back in April, we told you about one man who was arrested by seven armed officers for allegedly downloading kitty oh. porn. Of course, it was another case of open Wi-Fi network that some guy was piggybacking, piggybacking off of. Ouch. Moral of the story, once again, password protect your Wi-Fi. So Actually, isn't the moral of the story, don't password protect your Wi-Fi? Because then you can sort of plead the fifth. Well, I mean, well, it doesn't look like it's going to go his look, way. Look, if but... you're a blind guy and you can't get off the hook for downloading porn and you've got an open yeah, connection, you true. are fucked no matter what happens. Yeah, and I mean, what do you think happening with kitty porn guy? I mean, we didn't click the link or anything, but I'm betting he's getting charged. Right. You, you know, know what? I'm curious. How do you prove you the negative? I, maybe we did this story. Let's see. I'm, I'm going to click on it. Just 
man long, wrongly accused of child porn learns to pass or protect Wi-Fi the hard way. Uh, let's see. Uh, store being broken down. Uh, awoken the man at 620 on March. Wow, you really have to do that? Seven armed officers greeted the homeowner whose name was not been released. He was forced to lie down on the floor while the officers pointed guns at him while calling him a pedophile and a pornographer. Really? I would think he'd just walk up to the door and say, you know, please, please come out. So how they found the child, uh, to find this child porn downloading router in the first place? Okay, well, first off, if the guy is doing porn, then you gotta, you would look, be able to look at his computer, his, his past history, because you can't really wipe all of it out. For one, you can see if it's on the computer. Two, chances are if he's downloading porn, he's probably going to be downloading it to his PC, so you can find it on the drive. If it's neither in his history or the drive, then he's got a pretty good case to say, oh, it's my Wi-Fi. Okay, anyways, uh, according to the Associated Press, the officers had the initials of ICE on their jackets, which the man didn't know stood for Immigration and Customs Enforcement, and we don't blame him. We have ICE in our building, don't we? See him walking around all the time with ICE badges. Uh, no, I've, I've not seen it. It's a much cooler acronym than INS. I'm pretty sure I've seen them. Anyways, the agent searched the man's desktop for about two hours that morning looking for evidence and eventually confiscated the computer as well as his and his wife's iPads and iPhones. It took three days for investigators to realize the man who had told the officers at the time of the intrusion that they had the wrong guy was actually telling the truth and was indeed not the kiddie porn downloader. See? What? I just, I'm just patting myself on the back for vindication. A week later, uh, investigators arrested a 25-year-old neighbor and charged him with distribution of child pornography. However, he did not get in trouble for piggybacking off the man's Wi-Fi signal. So how did they find the rider in the first place? Back in February, an investigator with the Department of Homeland Security signed into a peer-to-peer file-sharing network and connected with someone named Doldrum. The agent looked at his shared files and saw images and videos of children doing sex acts. The agent was able to identify the IP address of the router and then got the service provider to identify the subscriber, which they then thought was the man they had targeted. Law enforcement officials say that people should take this into uh, as a cautionary tale, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so the guy didn't get charged. He got off the hook. It's interesting, though, because, I mean, even in the last couple of years, you have noticed a, a much greater proportion of networks that are actually secured. Yes. Now, I mean, Mine I don't is. know how well. I think. Well, should be. It's I, would, I don't know. I was is. I was helping my uncle set up Wi-Fi at his home like a month ago or so, and you know I just pulled out my iPhone and I'm like, okay, you know, let's see what's in this area, and I could connect to like four or five of them from wow. inside his that's, house. That's pretty bad. I mean, I probably because people don't realize when they buy a router, you, I mean, it doesn't necessarily come encrypted. Well, well, not I mean, only I, that, I, I mean, my... you, you've you got people like, you know, my uncle who, you know, he's he's been subscribing to, you know, his ISP for a while. And, you know, he he had no idea that, yeah. you know, he already had the ability to go wireless. You right. know what I mean? That it was already being transmitted without, you know, him even using it. And well, I'm guessing, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of probably, you know, older people don't realize, you know, they like, well... They're like, well, I've got a wire going into my computer, so I don't have wireless internet. You know what I mean? That could like, be, that's, yeah, yeah. That's like the yeah. equation to them, basically. So I don't know. I mean, I, now, obviously, this is subjective. You know, you had one experience. And in my, again, just entirely in what I've noticed, you know, with my phone and my pad and everything where I take them around, um, you know, because I take them most places, uh, it just seems to me like a lot more networks are secured. Or, well, maybe not even secured, because you never know what kind of shitty key someone put in there, but... Right. At least nominally locked then I mean, even three, four years ago, ninety percent of networks were open. Looking at IRC here, they're discussing what the Tokyo Cougar Cream Pie movie is. 
Scroll, I dare someone to type it in. What the fuck is a cream pie anyways? He dares somebody to type it in a look. I'm afraid to. I don't want to go looking for that shit. I don't know. Let's see. Oh, Biomed's like, there's other things they could have asked him. Like, sir, we're going to have to search your house for candy. <laughs> Maybe check your garage for an ice cream truck that matches this description. <laughs> it's oh. okay if you're, if, it's, if you're an officer, X-Aid, then it's just evidence. So you, can, you have to watch it, right? Yeah. One, two, three, four is a good jury. password, right? Nice. Yeah. Pass, oh, that's the same password I got in my luggage. One, two, three, four, five. Spaceballs? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, good. I got it. Seven armed officer. Awesome. Ha! <laughs> that's that one. Okay. Ha, ha, ha. That's what I said. No. Keep saying that, and the ranks of police around the world will swell with, pedo- with pedo bears. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't do it. If I was a cop and I had to watch, I couldn't do it. No. If they said, you have to watch this for evidence, I would say I quit. I, I couldn't bring myself to do that. That's just... Oh, because then, of I course, the natural progression of me, I'd want to shoot these people. So, right. I'm going to need to go talk with the prisoner <laughs> and you guys need to leave. <laughs> Fury screaming. That's just me. Why do you have a nightstick, brass knuckles, a knife and your service? Weapon, Never mind. Sir? <laughs> Don't worry about that. You could probably call off the trial, though. Nymph, it's basically a porn where a girl is covered in cake cream and a guy is licking it off. It's like much of a porn. <laughs> Do we dare to see, password. gentlemen, what this is? Oh, well, if it's more than six minutes, I'm losing interest. Uh, you know It's what? too easy. I blame myself for that. It, you really should. should. You really should. Gonna... It is your fault. My morbid curiosity. <laughs> Tokyo. Generally spelled the other way around. Ruger. Let's check out Toyko. All right. What the... Uh... Oh, of course, it's Japanese. That's it? That's what this is? This is what the blind guy was trying to download? Not to mention, they're probably screaming in Japanese, so how the hell is he going to know what they're saying? (laughs) All right, well, that looks pretty... Because subtitles aren't going to help him. Looks like a softcore (laughs) porn, I guess. Because, you know, I know the difference. (sighs) Continuing with the the what-the-fuck file is this one. I got this. From Fox News, I, I saw this elsewhere. I believe you mentioned this, too, uh, Varyar. Yes. So uh, you just – who read the last one? You did, uh, Varyar, right? Or, uh, nope. Uh, Legal Tender? I did. Yes. Go ahead here. This is all you. You don't want this one? I'll take you know, it. I take – you're right. I, I will. I will okay. This because this is – aliens could attack the Earth to end global warming. NASA scientists fret. All right. This can be laid strictly at the feet of Obama. This is what happens when you cancel the space program that NASA's designed to do. In favor of Muslim outreach? Yes. When you tell NASA that one of your goals going forward will be Muslim outreach and the investigation of global warming, this is what happens. We've all heard of the ravaged rainforest and the plight of the polar bear. But as far as reasons for saving the planet go, the one offered by Scientist Thursday is truly out of this world. A team of American, and I am embarrassed to say that, researchers, and I use that term loosely, have produced a range of scenarios in which aliens could attack the Earth, then, curiously, one revolves around climate change. I've read enough science fiction and watched enough movies in my life to understand that they don't care. Aliens don't give a fuck. If we're going to burn ourselves off, so much the better, because then they can move in and take over. But I digress. 
And I have an inch. <laughs> there we go. They speculate that extraterrestrial environmentalists could be so appalled by our planet-polluting ways that they view us as a threat to the intergalactic ecosystem and decide to destroy us. How's our pollution going to get to the rest of the planets? How, yeah, how are we going to affect Mars? Not to mention, we're putting... Okay, this is where, where it kind of falls apart, even at the start. For one... <laughs> this is where it falls apart? <laughs> yes, before we, we get going. We couldn't get we there couldn't, earlier. Well, a headline. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know of any aliens. We don't know that aliens exist. And yet, somehow, we believe that there are alien environmentalists who think the same way that our environmentalists think, who are pretty much alien themselves. So we're going to believe that there are alien environmentalists, the EPA out there, the intergalactic EPA, <laughs> which is pissed. Which is that our space monitoring shuttles, all yes, planets everywhere, the ones we know and don't know about. Our space shuttles have way too much of a carbon footprint, and they are going to hammer us. The thought-provoking? Oh. Well, I don't know about that. It's provoking, but I don't think it's thought. It's- Provoking hilarity. The scenario is one of many envisaged in a joint study by Penn State. There I, you go, oh, buddy. There my you father, go. I'm going to make fun of him for this one. Oh, and it, uh, well deserved. And it, you should send this to him. Call him I, on the I, way I home. And the NASA Planetary Science Division entitled, Would Contact with Extraterrestrials Benefit or Harm Humanity? It divides projected close encounters into neutral... Those that cause mankind unintentional harm, and more worryingly, those in which aliens do us intentional harm. Somebody has this as their job. Yes. This, they, is, yeah. this is a government employee. <laughs> and you wonder why people bitch and complain saying there's too much waste going on at the government level. This is why. E.T. could attack and kill us. This is a quote. Kill us, enslave us, or potentially even eat us. They've been, now they've been reading too much yes. science fiction. It's a cookbook. Now... <laughs> For humans. Look. To serve th- man. I, I suppose this is possible. They could enslave us or kill us. You know, I've watched Independence Day. I saw the documentary. So. <laughs> Get it out to the <laughs> world. Tell them how to bring these bastards down. <laughs> E.T. could attack us out of selfishness or out of a more altruistic desire to protect the galaxy from us. We might be a threat to the galaxy just as we are a threat to our home planet, it warns. I want the name of the guy who's in charge of this plastered all over the world. How this fuck has a job is beyond me. One such scenario is that stuff of many a Hollywood blockbuster, quote, a standard fight-to-win conflict, a war of the worlds. But another might resonate with a fan of Al Gore's documentary, An Inconvenient Truth. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Was there not a movie that was similar to this? The new one, uh, the new version of uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still yeah. with Keanu Reeves where Gort or whatever was going to destroy the world because we were polluting it? Yeah. Yes, that makes sense. You can destroy the world because we're polluting it. Right. We're going to destroy ourselves, so why don't we not move up the timeline a little bit? And... I would like to think that aliens would understand the value or the understanding of personal property, as in it's our planet, get the fuck off. Right. It's ours. But anyways, I'm sorry. I'm delving into a discussion that has no business being discussed. Well, we actually are coming up on a real fun, easy way to shoot this whole goddamn really? thing okay. down. Yeah. All right. Ahead. I'm sorry. It speculates that aliens, worried we might inflict the damage done to our own planet and, uh, on others, might, quote, seek to preemptively destroy our civilization in order to protect other civilizations from us. Quote, humanity may just now be entering the period in which its rapid civilization expansion could be detected by an extraterrestrial intelligence because our expansion is changing the composition of Earth's atmosphere. 
e.g. via greenhouse gas emissions, which therefore changes the spectral signature of Earth, the study says. That was what I was talking about. Do you think it's more likely that they'll dis- discover the spectral changes or the massive amounts of electromagnetic radiation we've been putting off for the last hundred years that happens to move at the speed of light? Or the five or six hundred satellites surrounding the planet. Right. Shooting out, you know, we send out probes. You know, there are scientists whose entire job is to shoot and beam these signals, radio telescopes and all That's this shit. That's what the shit. SETI nerds are for. Right. I've saw but, that movie Contact. They're going to notice their fucking headphones on all night. That's what they do. But they're going to notice somehow the aliens are, before they get yes. any of that. They're oh my wait, guys, guys, Earth five whole parts per million carbon dioxide. Holy shit! Get over there. Call the Armada. <laughs> <laughs> so of I, course I it begs the question: it. What happened back? You know, retarded. for the last I don't know two billion years, we had dinosaurs on the Earth, where the Earth had more carbon in the atmosphere than it does now, and no polarized gas. Hmm. It's agenda-driven. While it's difficult... No, shit. While it's difficult to estimate the likelihood of this scenario, you're kidding. I can estimate it pretty well, actually. It should, at a minimum, give us pause as we evaluate our expansive tendencies. But before we brace ourselves for alien annihilation, the report suggests things could turn in humanity's favor. As we continue the the search for extraterrestrials into the future, perhaps our thinking about the different modes of contact will help human civilization to avoid collapse and achieve long-term survival. All right, you know what? Now I'm heading into full meltdown mode because now I'm pissed. I hear about this this all the... I hear about this all the fucking time, about how government employees make too much money, that there is waste at the government level. And we hear all about this shit, how nobody wants to cut money from the budget. The Democrats and the left, and this fat fuck, whoever this is, and you know he's some 300-pound son of a bitch <laughs> sitting behind a keyboard saying, hmm, i got to justify my salary of $300,000 a year. Aliens are going to fuck us over because we pollute. So every time I throw a wrapper out the window, i got to wonder if E.T. is not going to take his finger and go... Ouch. He's going to point his finger and go, kill. He's not going to come home. He's going to call down an airstrike on downtown Cleveland because it's uh, Ozone Action Day. Fuck me. This guy's getting paid a shitload of money. This is NASA. There used to be time in this country's history, in the world, where NASA you know, was something to be respected, to be thought of. They spoke with authority. When you hear NASA, like you send men to the moon, you make dreams come reality, and then you see something like this. Well, NASA's a punchline in the last 10 years. It is! And you wonder why no one takes the EPA seriously. You wonder why no one takes the left seriously. It's because of bullshit like this. Now it's not polar bears being drowned because the polar ice caps are gone. It's not forests being annihilated. It's the fuck that ET's pissed that there's a, our atmosphere's changing. That somehow that's going to affect Mars or something else. That they're going to spend, and we're, of course, we're assuming this is a higher intelligence that has enough shit they can go anywhere in the world, anywhere <laughs> in the universe, but somehow they're going to come to Earth, and they're going to crap all over us saying, you can't pollute, and they're going to blow us up. That's right. They're going to annihilate our buildings, which is going to put more pollutant in the fucking air. It's the same thing when the meteor hit the Earth, now all of a sudden we've got no sunlight. That'll fix the problem. I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't find it this funny, but in my no, head, I, I was, you should I find have, it funny. I have this clip playing over and over in my head where a flying saucer lands, ET steps out with a blaster, recycle, motherfucker, at least. You know, okay, you got it, you got it. Plastics, aluminum, glass, oh. you got it. I for one welcome our alien overlords. <laughs> and this guy's pulling out a federal salary, and yet I know people at the job I do. 
that are not getting paid what they should for the amount of work that they do. Actual good, productive work that actually accomplishes a goal. And this guy is getting airtime on national and major media outlets telling people that aliens are going to wipe the earth clean because we pollute. So where the fuck have they been during, I don't know, the last century where we polluted everything? And I tell you, if anyone's got to worry, this may... Ooh, I like this idea. Let's take it a step further. Our debt problems might be over. You think about it. If E.T. is going to be mega pissed at the amount of polluting going on, China is fucked because they're the Uh first ones on the nuke button. And if they go, hey, we're in good shape, there goes our debt. Well, plus it will also fix the economy because Paul Krugman... Of the New York Times speculated oh, that an alien invasion would prompt the stimulus yes. necessary to get our economy back on track. So let's go over the pros. Alien invasion, pro, better environment. True. China's gone. Economy is awesome. Jobs for everybody. Jobs for everyone. I mean, they're enslaved, but they're still jobs. You know, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards aliens right now. If you, This is how bad it's gone. This is how bad things are. This is how you know. This is one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. This is when you know if civilization's on the brink of taking a nosedive in the shitter. Is when you start talking about aliens as the catalyst for improving the world. Hilarious. The economy. The environment. Does that mean I need to pull up now and get out and fucking talk to a Romulan about my you know exhaust from my car? Is Spock going to look my car over to make sure that I don't have the check engine light on? Jesus Christ, and this guy's getting paid. He's government. We're funding this. Yeah. Taxpayers are funding this. Well, this is all NASA does anymore. I mean, they, they're not doing the shuttle anymore. They're sure as shit not sending people to Mars. No. You know, there is no big vision. Now it's agenda-driven studies. Let's, what do we got? Uh, that's, uh. Bomb, can't we reel an emperor? He's ranting about a false article. A false article? <laughs> uh, I wonder if they figured it out yet. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's not NASA. It didn't come from NASA. I know. It's from Penn State. I get that. Jesus Christ. Never mind. Forget it. Okay, moving on. Uh, you know, it's almost 9 o'clock. We should do a mailbag, shouldn't we? Probably. Yeah. About that Actually, time. hang on one second. I'm going to pull this up. I, I got to look at this. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I know the thing came from Penn State. I, I get that. I, Which, I, believe me, I would be bringing up. And that guy's getting, getting paid, too. So hang on. Um, uh, you think that school doesn't get federal grants? Sure. And that's what the reason. I mean, that's the kind of research that gets federal grants. Let's see. No, NASA scientist claims. I gotta pull this back up. Yeah, it's a combination. It was a uh, NASA's planetary science division. Yeah, they're saying, in oh, it wasn't all NASA. It's not NASA. Yeah, yeah, it is NASA. No, it is NASA. Hang on. Uh, Aliens could attack Earth to end global warming. NASA scientist frets. So there you go. Penn State and the NASA planetary, planetary science, science division. division. And that is a taxpayer funded organization. That is a disgrace. An absolute disgrace. That's why I wasn't about. That's why I wasn't about stopping Emp. <laughs> yeah, I know the Media Matters <laughs> blog. So yeah, it was a hoax. I, I understand it was a joke. It's like the one we did the other day, where it was what was it? Uh, Christ Wire with yeah, the homosexual that was a fun hipsters. One. That was a fun one. 
Yeah, see, no, NASA did not release a study on aliens. You guys are ruining this for me. You, you all have to understand. He enjoys that part. That's like the cathartic part of the show. The co-author of the paper works at NASA. I'm sorry. I never claimed it was NASA research. He's a guy who works for NASA and for Penn State. So, yeah. Whatever. Close enough. Uh, UK's Guardian reported on a paper by a NASA-affiliated scientist colleagues in Pennsylvania, which asked, blah, 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 among the numerous scenarios considered a paper said aliens, Guardian falsely claimed the report was for NASA and has since issued a correction. Indeed, the report is not NASA research. Uh, co-op of the paper works for NASA. I'm sorry. Semantics. News article posted on foxnews.com claims the paper is a joint study by Penn State and yada, 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 and commentary falsely claimed, yes, and this was a written and taxpayer-funded study. And there's a attempted to discredit NASA. So this doesn't say anything. This pretty much is in line with what I just said. The jackass works for NASA. This fuckhole is getting paid a federal salary, and this is what he's coming up with. Got it. All right, moving on. All right, time for the mailbag. If you want to get your questions, comments, opinions in, now is the time. We're running out of it. Emperor1G at cox.net. So you have until I'm done reading it to get it in. So anyways. Relatively large one today, Yes, though. it is, and it keeps getting bigger, which yeah. I like. That's always fun. So The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? And it's still liberal agenda bullshit. And it's still coming from their point of view. And ah, it just aggravates the hell out of me. All right, moving on. All right. Uh, as always, consider questions, comments, opinions into emperorwoodgeocox.net. Anyways, here's an alien environmentalist monitoring the Earth. He's an ex-NASA scientist who lost a job for ludicrous, ludicrous articles. Together, they work towards freeing all Al Gore from the asylum in E.T. Ozone Home. Marikai. Nice. I like that. Not bad. Uh, again, when or since it wasn't for NASA, I never said it was. It was by a NASA employee. Thank you. But if you expect me to trust media matters. Response to the 9 out of 10 don't finish games. This is from Nunleft, our IRC bitch and show contributor. <clears throat> Hello, Emperor Vyar and the Council Fag. <laughs> Legal tenders has been sitting there quietly the whole time. I would actually think the number of 9 out of 10 games don't finish games is actually not high enough. First off, I'm not counting games which only have multiplayer, League of Legends, Team Fortress, etc., and continuous high-score games like Fruit Ninja or Pac-Man. There have been various games where I've gotten stuck, been annoyed at me- uh, mechanics, gotten bored, or been distracted by a new shiny title. You yourself, Emperor, have said that you're stopped by playing some games because you haven't got the time to play it, and then can't get, can't get back into it when you find the time. I, that is true. I hate starting a game, getting halfway through, stopping for a, a lengthy period of time, and then coming back because I can never remember where I stopped or just kind of lost the appeal, you know. Anyhow, <clears throat> I would think it reasonable that most gamers would A, skip the story mode for online play, or B, get bored mid-story, or C, get stuck at a point and just play something else. Recently, I played Alice Madness Returns after about five hours. It was the same thing over and over again. I forced myself to see it to the end. Also, I have stopped at the last boss of Legend of Zelda Twilight's Princess... The swinging sword is horrible for the initial part. I'm not saying that all games, gamers get stuck at some point, but it is very easy to put a game down near the end because of whatever reason. <clears throat> what I am trying to say is that how many games have you beaten completely? For me, about 5, 10 out of like 100. Oh, I've finished. I've, I've completed a lot of games. 
<clears throat> I've, over my you know, over my career. No. Yeah, I've beaten them. I would be willing to put money on the fact that I finished n- at least eighty percent of the games I've started. Fair enough. But uh, that's just because I really don't have anything better to do. <laughs> uh, well, I get my teeth into it, and I, like even if I don't care that much anymore, it's I want to. Fi- I've got the time invested. I'll see the ending. Damn it. I mean, the one that I can think of that was like really sort of painful to finish for me was probably the uh, the first Max Payne on the original Xbox. They got uh, into these dream sequences with yeah, those red trails that. of blood. I remember that. And it just, God, it was such a, I was like, this is like game ruining experience. Yeah. I'm like, this is horrible. This is not fun. This is retarded. I played it on but PC. Same I experience. F- basically, you know, I eventually figured out the you know left then right then left then right kind of thing to you know get through it and finish the actual game. But right. But yeah, I mean, there there are some <clears throat> times where yes, you can be provoked by the game into not finishing it. I think the last game. Well, the last serious game I played that I didn't finish, you know, not counting something I maybe played for an hour or whatever, but the last game I put significant time into that I didn't finish was Elder Scrolls Three: Morrowind. I mean, that was a long time ago. The last game I finished, actually finished, finished was for the PlayStation Three was uh, Dynasty Warriors Seven. I started into the the peripheral, the other non-story modes, just to kind of you know f around with it, but. It wasn't See, all for, that for story com- line was The storyline was fine. but To consider that complete, <clears throat> you're doing just every mode, or are you doing like, I did all, every mode with every character? There are four storyline modes. Okay. And it, this time around, it doesn't do it by character. It does it oh. by a battle, and whichever character was at that battle is the one you play. Yeah, I, I remember. I played that game for, I don't know, maybe 15 or so minutes. and it was. And it's know, the same as all the other ones. Yeah, I, mean, right. I, just, I happen to like that particular kind, and I, I like that time period, so... Chuck and the 70-plus million casual Wii users, the Raging Xbox Kitties, and the Call of Duty multiplayer who won't touch the campaign and alike, the 9 out of 10 gamers uh, figure doesn't seem that far off. I, if, if, if you're counting all those, then I would agree. Um, but again, I think it goes back to how do you define gamer. I think that's anyone who's ever touched a game ever, well then hell yeah. No. That number should be higher. It's 9.9 out of 10. Gaming Golden Days, Dear Emperor. Since I touched on it earlier, how awesome will our retirement days be? Even though there might not be land anymore, I'm sure most retirement places and communities will have Wi-Fi, and most uh, most all the all the games will have land. Unreal Tournament Valve, 2004, maybe uh, that could be. He's yeah. trying to get to Valve and just Unreal Tournament 2004 will be considered an antique. We can totally school our grandkids and tell them how controllers were so much harder to use uh, use our days, and we had loading screens. And we liked it that way. And it was uphill both ways to the goddamn GameStop. And <laughs> I know what we had. Dial-up. What's dial-up, Grandpa? <laughs> Fuck you. It's hell. <laughs> It'll be awesome to be able to connect to our grandkids, at least those of us who can procreate. See, beefalo. <laughs> <laughs> and teach them how to own noobs and not to be baddies. It's a bright future for, our, for us gamers, and I think it's only going to get better. Might be a time when grandkids actually want to spend time with their grandparents. Scrub puppy. Okay. Yeah. Dear Amp and Company, I was having a discussion with some friends the other day, and I thought I'd get your opinion. We were talking about old game series which were really enjoyable and we loved, but soon died, changed theme incredibly, or just became bad. The first three that came to mind for us were Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, and Rayman. Ugh. So platformers. Yeah. yeah. Just want your thoughts and opinions. That's Redster. I think almost any platformer can go on that list. 
Uh, the only one that's really kept a decent amount of quality year in and year out is probably what Mario. Mario. I mean, yeah. you look at like the recent Sonic yeah. games. Yeah, but well, it's all it's shovelware. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Really, <laughs> it really it is. is. <laughs> no, you're right. I don't even think Crash Bandicoot's around anymore, is it? Uh, I thought Rayman was gone too. Rayman, I know they do those like uh, Wii titles. They sort of did like a spin-off series of like Rayman Rabbit, and they'll just be like a bunch of. It's. It, I still don't. I count think it's Wii. like a party game, more of like a bunch of uh, mini games kind of thing. But it's I still sort of Metroid has the has Rayman, really, Rayman name. Really yeah. veered from where it started off at. Star Fox. The original Metal Gear is much different than what it is now. now yes. Whether or not that's you know, for good or bad. I enjoy. I mean, I enjoyed MGS Four. Um, I'm still pissed that that HD collection is, you know, it's going to be 2, 3, and Peace Walker. I'm like, I know there was that, you know, GameCube remake of Metal Gear Solid, but I would go for an HD remake of Metal Gear Solid. Like, to me, that is the difference between purchasing that thing and just, you know, maybe I'll pick it up eventually when it drops in price, because I already have those games in that collection, but... yeah. This one's on the console fag. Hail, O glorious lord of the internets, marine shit-talking maestro, and console fag. Writing in to say that Mr. Console Fag's participation in today's show is so far quite good, enjoyable, and on-topic, and his voice quality is clearly better. He'll forever be a heathen console fag until he fixes his console faggity sinful ways. Repent! Keep up the good work. Screw you, legal tender. Manly stuff. My favorite male of the things so far. <laughs> hey, yep, dropping my praise for the new Word of the Emperor. This week's two newest installments of The Word of the Emperor uh, were very entertaining, and I hope that next week's are just as satisfying. They do a good job of sating the Emperor fix until the weekend. For the guard, Winora. You already got the first ones up. <clears throat> first two up, yeah. Nice. I'll have to check them out. Which I have not actually plugged this entire show, and I should have. For those who are not aware, I am doing 10 to 15 minute little vignettes three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, called Word of the Emperor. And we just take, uh, I'm just taking some of the articles and subjects we don't have time for during the show and I kind of I tackle them. Although, I was getting some feedback from the Ventrilo crowd uh, on, the v, on the VTW and 1G Ventrilos. A lot of them were expecting more of a, a rant-driven, comedy-driven, rather than me approaching it as a legitimate, actual, you know, opinion. I honestly, of, I, I'm not surprised by that. And I can, I can see where they were coming from. But I guess they were quite disappointed that what they got was, you know, legitimate seriousness instead of, This sucks and here's why! So It's kind of what you do. Yeah. <laughs> It's your bread it's, and it's, butter. Yeah. It's, it's your shtick. Stick with it. <laughs> Stick with what you know. Good. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Virtual audio cables guide. Yep. This is what I use to record Skype calls. Should be helpful in learning how to use virtual audio cables. Also, I somehow won last week's Facebook face-off. How the hell did that happen? Did the other two contestants blow that badly? They shouldn't both feel. So- they should both feel sorry for themselves. Losers. <laughs> Later, Sakani. <laughs> Actually, I have GnomeWise's uh, virtual audio cable guide. I just have not had the time to set it up on this computer so I can take you know, phone calls. Uh, while you were gone eating, Natural 20 showed up, complained about the music, and left in an attempt to punish the IRC. I believe retaliation is called for. That is all. Mirakay, the snitch. I, you know, in all seriousness, Natural 20 should just mind his own business. I don't come and interfere in his shows. He should stay far away from mine. I have nothing, uh, little and less to do with anything he has to do with. So I would appreciate the same courtesy. I don't particularly care for him. I find him very unprofessional. I, I you know, I don't is, care is much for the show. Is he one of the ones with the uh, lore-based 
show or whatever? I don't know what his show. No, no, no. It's not the lore based. I no, he's another Brit. And I don't know what his show actually covers anymore. I I, I don't listen to it. But he, I tried. I got bored. He screwed me over enough times. I, I don't want anything to do with him. So he just assumed. I, I wish he would just stick to what he does and leave me alone. So. Uh, here are some more Add movie taglines. What's that? Add him to I the think he's already on the purge list. But no, I, <laughs> all joking aside, I, I would just assume he stay and keep to himself, or at least you know stay away from me. Uh, here are some more movie taglines that came up. Brainstorming with Pale Rider. He is the cheap knockoff video game legend. She is an underground creature looking for human blood. Together, they fight for survival in Gears of Wario. Mm. Yeah. Mm. He is a genius inventor loaded with cash. Fighting to become a hero. She is an alien queen out for blood. I'm seeing a pattern. This fall, when trapped in a, desert, a deserted island, only one thing will save them. Robert Downey Jr. stars in StarCraft. Eh. Uh, that's better. He is a baker fighting for survival. She is a zombie out for brains. They battle it out in Bread Rising. I like that one more. Okay. Uh, we did the general one. That one was funny. He is the cheap knockoff video game legend. She is an underground creature looking that's for human blood. Okay, it's a, a repeat of the same. Okay. He is a scientist fighting for survival. She is a psycho, a psychotic AI looking for love. They fight for science in Portal to the Half-Life. Meh. No, that's a fail. No. He is a legendary spy with a vendetta. She is an engineering masterpiece built for war. When land travel just won't do, only one method of transportation can give me this pun. Samuel L. Jackson stars in Snakes on a Plane. I I get where he was trying to go with it, but... There's a whole lot of try here, (laughs) and a whole lot of fail. Yeah. He is a sexually vague elf fighting to save his kingdom. She is a little girl playing in the playground when cross-genre music fucks us all over... Only one thing can be more annoying than a gay elf joystick takes it too far for a pun in Lincoln Park. Lincoln could have been Park. better. I see where he was going. It could have been good. I like I like where you were, you were trying, joystick. Uh, this is one of our Facebook uh, casualties yet to come. <laughs> Hail False Emperor. Do you think consoles have killed all g- god FPS? I think it meant all good first-person shooters. For the near future or all good gaming overall? Console fact can chime in, Tech Priest. I feel like that one's tailor-made for yes. him. <laughs> Do you Go, Console fact. Hasn't all... the PC been reduced to MMORPGs and RTSs for a while now? Blasphemy and lies, you cocksucker. <laughs> First-person shooter genre is alive and well in PC world. Oh, yeah. But oh, I can yeah. see his point that there are more casuals, more skillless players playing on you know consoles that... You know, it's because they fear to come into the PC world. They didn't have the hacks for, you know, they didn't have the chops for the uh, PC genre. I, I think that has a lot to do with it. Okay, I've got that one. I needed to load into the system. Thank you, done left. Hi, Amp, long-time listener, first-time writer. Just wanted to know your thoughts and opinions on the controversy surrounding Bioware's decision to put a female shepherd in the box. We covered that. So thank you, Mr. Reed. We got that one. Covered it. Hey, Amp, this is in reference to my profile. I would have made my changes sooner, but the podcast for your show takes a while to be uploaded, which is a bunch of bullshit, because we've been doing this for now for three weeks, Bevo, Mr. Homar, Homar Alvarez. My puppy that was the profile I picked is a boxer, not a pit. So throw me back in the face-off, and I made the privacy settings a little more lenient for all to see and judge. Also, I heard your segment on the Diablo 3, and I totally agree. I'm not going to purchase the game, even though I love the series. It's time we make a stand. Bevo. 
who will be in the Facebook face-off tonight. Dear Emperor, I just came home from GamesCon Cologne today. I can say it was a unique experience. I can also say I did bring deodorant, but I won't start telling about my own story since the show isn't mine. What I wanted to ask you is this. How does an experienced congoer deal with the sheer patience required to queue? Is this like up? a European thing where they say queue? <clears throat> I guess. Is it? Yes. Okay. That is a It it, it always thing. throws me a little Q bit. Queue means line, basically. Right. Yes. What me and my mate did at GamesCon was simply explore the site, look at everything that was open to watch and play, and play anything that didn't have a real queue. Example, open PCs with only two people in front of them or in front of you waiting for their turn at the keyboard. We did get to play quite a few games, and we had a lot of fun, but it did feel as if we missed out on the big things. Diablo 3, Battlefield, Modern Warfare 3, and Mass Effect 3 were all huge titles we wanted to see, but didn't because the three-plus-hour lines just put us off entirely. How are you supposed to enjoy a convention of a respectable size if the biggest attractions take so much time of doing absolutely nothing to get access to? Sincerely, Onan. Well... Is he just not hardcore enough to stand in that three-hour line for the stuff he supposedly really wants? For a really guy who works for a professional gaming company, he is kind of a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what, though? I, I understand his point. Like, for some of those games, because I'd, I really want to see more, I'd be willing to stand there. Right. But I'd be pissed about it. Exactly. You know, because exactly. nobody... It, right. You know, it's like, okay, it's like going to Cedar Point. Right. You go to Cedar Point, I mean, they have some of the, great, the greatest roller coasters in the world. Sure. But you only get to ride four of them in one day because you're standing in line the whole goddamn time. See, I... Here's the, the issue that you're running into versus what my experience is. You're, was someone with the headphones? Nope, I just clocked myself in the head. Nice. Okay. <laughs> when you're playing a game, you have, what, two, three, four, five stations dedicated for a game. Let's say a dozen. But each person's going to take five, ten minutes. They're going to play as long as they can before they're right. physically kicked off. Right. Now you have a shitload of people in line to do that, and you're only going to rifle through so many. Whereas an experience where I stand in line for an hour or two hours to go in to see a movie premiere or to see the anime music video contest or what have you, we're all getting in to see it after two hours of waiting. Yeah. It's still going to see 3,000 people. I can watch it. Right. I'm not having to wait individually to experience that particular event. I'll tell you this. Bring a, a Game Boy. Bring a book. That's what I do. Is when I'm in line, I bring a book. Kindle. Or Kindle. You know, if you, know, you hate... They have Wi-Fi, bring a pad. So, yeah, I mean, you have to bring something with you. But I can understand your point. I think you are some kind of, you know, a, a bit of a pussy, though. But, Bitch. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, what about what about that? And, you know, if I, I don't know if they do this at conventions, because as I've said multiple times, I've only been to a couple. But, you know, what? why couldn't they put even one of those players put what he's doing up on a big screen. That so way, if all I want to see, if all yes. I want to do is see it, I can watch it and then I'm out if I don't want to wait in line. Right. Maybe come back later. Try again, you know? Or you can say, man, that looks real badass. I, I want to play. I or definitely like, want to do it. Oh, you know, that's kind of cool. You know, I'll wait for it to come out. Right. Because, uh, like, you know. to be honest, for something like that, you know, like Mass Effect 3, I'd wait in line because as we've gone over multiple times, I'm a fan of the series. I very much yes. enjoy it. The new Modern Warfare, eh, I can just see it. We can just, I can look, I know what the controls Plus, are going to be. whatever they're, they're showing the you at thing. that convention, isn't it going to be uploaded to the internet, you know, well, at yeah, some point, yeah, the yeah. next day or two? Exactly. So. so why not just watch on the screen and walk, right. go on my marriage? You know, that's light. a good point, too, because someone's going to whip out their camera phone, and that's supposedly the company doesn't have an actual release anyways. Right. All right, Emperor, I was wondering, uh, what games have you played that you think have the most groundbreaking boss fights of all time? My all-time favorite, because it was ingrained in my brain from childhood, was the Final Fantasy VII end battle. 
When I was younger, my stepdad was a gamer, and he always played Final Fantasy VII. So getting to the end for the first time was a lifelong achievement for him. What a sad, sad man. He actually taped, he still has it, the damn thing. <laughs> now that I've played, played it and beaten it, it's earned a special place in my mind. And that's from uh, Maniac Killer. Let's see. You know what? That's a good one. The epic boss fight against Sephiroth at the end was pretty great. Yeah. Against the uh, the Emerald and Ruby weapons, that was pretty. Because, you know, when he fought those, I mean, that was... The way they, they built around it, the, the, you know, the drama they put into it was huge. The music, the score, the, the atmosphere, all that. I remember when I, was, when I was... This was in high school, or right after high school. Um, I had just graduated when I got Final Fantasy VII. And it was one of the first battles against Genova. And the music plays. I'm playing at night. Lights are off. The music hits. And it's like... It sucks me into it. That was an awesome boss battle. Final Fantasy VI against uh, uh, Kefka. You know, the giant, long pillar of chaos and all that that he is. That was pretty epic. Uh, Seven was better. Yeah. I like the boss fight in Duke Nukem 3D at the end. That was pretty fun. Especially when you fly all the way up to the... Uh, if you get on the, the backpack and you fly all the way to the top of the screen, there's a giant duff blimp. You know, blow up the oh, blimp I and explodes this now. And yeah. all this ammunition yeah, yeah, yeah. and weapons cache. Uh, Took me a second to remember that. Epic boss fights. First time I fought Ganon in the original Legend of Zelda. That was pretty good. I've got that etched in my mind. Um, oh my guys, chime in here. I'm trying to think of good epic boss battles. I mean, a bunch of disappointing ones are coming to mind, but, like, you know, for example, the first Bioshock game, that end boss is notoriously, you know, yeah, a bad experience, well, it's, but... It's an interesting point, because most of the ones he's listing, and most of the ones, you know, that I'm finding myself agreeing with that they were epic, older games. I mean, you don't yeah, have a yeah, lot yeah. of epic... Bo- There's not epic boss battles, really, that much anymore. I mean, yeah, in Bioshock, I wouldn't even consider that an epic boss battle. It's a conclusion. What right? about if you were to toss in, like, uh, World of Warcraft raid bosses? That kind of thing. I wonder if that qualifies. I mean, it's not exactly end game, but, I mean... It, I think it still it, counts. The game doesn't end with that, but... I think it still counts. Because that, I mean, honestly, MMOs are really the only thing I could think of to add to that has something comparable to the epic boss in modern gaming. Because there's, like, a bunch in every dungeon. Right. The uh, the DLC that came out for Borderlands, it was uh, the secret armory of uh, General Knox. That one had a solid yeah. boss ending, yeah, towards the, you know, conclusion of that. That was pretty good. Um, Arkham Asylum, when you fought Joker at the end... Spoiler. <laughs> the sequel just came out, dude, so I wouldn't worry about it. Eh, not yet. October 18th for that. But, um, eh, I thought it was I mean, out. original no. Mass Effect, okay. Saren at the end. I didn't think that was epic. I thought it was a pain in the ass because he's just hopping around like a fucking drugged up rabbit and I'm trying to shoot his ass. Right. I mean, yeah, that, that Joker one was pretty, pretty weak. Yeah. But, I mean, like, sort of the cinematics that, like, that happened after that were kind of cool, but. I mean, the actual battle itself was right. kind of dumb. Well, I mean, that's exactly what I'm talking about with the Mass Effect one. I mean, it's awesome that, like, you get to decide what the fleet shoots at as it comes in, and, you know, the cinematics are great, but really all you're doing is emptying your gun into them as many times as you can, as fast as you can. It's not not a ton of skill there. Right. Somebody's asking, uh, uh, not to deflect. Actually, before I address this, um, real quick, any more boss fights we want to kind of... 
That's at. I like some of the boss fights in Mega Man. Mega Man one and old two. Old school. Yeah. yeah, way old school. A quick poll here: Mega Man two or three? Which one? Two. Really? I was gonna go three. Two. Really? Yeah. I go two, and yeah. all my friends go like a couple of my friends go three, and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Uh, two was. I I, I that was wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Bowser fight in the end of, of Mario three. Yeah. Super Mario Bros. three. I remember that one too. Uh, memorable. I don't know if I'd go with Epic. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, like, I remember just, it. Right. I was a kid, right. I remember right. it, but, right. I mean, it's not like... And he does kind of, like, plow through the bricks, and it's not hard, I the, guess. Uh, the more sort of memorable piece to that is, like, the ships leading up to that point. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, having to go through all that. Right. Yeah. Like, that, that's sort of, like, your boss battle. See, sometimes it's more stages than the actual, you know, battle. I mean, like, something that's coming to mind for me, the tail end of uh, the first Driver game for PlayStation, the President's Run mission, mm-hmm. is, you know, pretty yeah, pretty damn tough because the, the uh, Secret Service cars are, like, faster than you. So it's a pretty difficult thing to do, even though I've done it a bunch of times. And I did once do it first try on one run, which was kind of... It was weird because it was like... You know, first try. I'm, you know, I'm, like, I'm literally like sitting down, playing for four or five hours, get to the end. You know, end mission, president's right. run. I'm like literally gearing up for it, and I knock it out first try. I was like pumped that I did it, but at the same, same time, time, I was like, little I was like yeah, I was like, I was ready to like put in a session here and go at this, and I just <laughs> just nailed it. I was like, huh, I don't know how I feel about this. Emperor totally needs to plug the Coil Fan Guild. Yeah, and I've been remiss to do that so far this this show. If you are interested in joining us, I usually do at the end. Uh, Clan Imperial Guard is active in World of Warcraft. Again, we're on the Coil Fang US server. It's a PvP server. Talk to Shriggs and Bebo. They're kind of running things over there, and things are progressing nicely. We've got uh, quite a few 85s. We need more people. So what's that? What are you pointing at there? Metal Gear HD collection will, will contain, contain five fun. games? If I somebody could elaborate on that. That's what I could, Nymph said. I've heard that it's just going to be Metal Gear uh, 3, Metal Gear 2, and uh, Peace Walker. Somebody link the HD collection then and see what's going to happen. I mean, the only other thing is I think I think that one of the articles I recently read said that, like, you know, it'll be like the subsistence and sustenance or whatever versions, those versions that came out well after the game came out that had oh. a little extra content. I wouldn't call those extra games, though. Somebody's asking what my problem Natural 20 is. And and I, I, I was going to bring it up, but I forget we have such a lot, uh, so many new listeners. They've probably forgotten. He's a, a show host on one of the other shows here on uh, VTW Productions. The problem was a couple of years ago, his show was lacking in ratings, much like it is now. And I was looking to get a little bit of rub off of somebody whose show was a little more active uh, with a bigger following. And we had done it with a couple of other shows. So he said, well, why don't we get some people together? I'll, I'll recruit anybody who listens to my show to play against you guys, your clan in Heroes of North, And then we'll play a second game. It was a best of three. And his choice was his players to play Heroes of New Earth against my guys. We would play Warcraft 3 as the second match between my clan members and anybody he wanted to recruit. So it was open recruiting for him, but I was stuck with only people that, was, that were already in my clan. And then a third game would be a first-person shooter to be determined. So he made this big production about recruiting these other people, you know, the, these five top-notch, allegedly top-notch players in Heroes of New Earth. These were, were outstanding, you know, awesome players that, you know, high-ranking, and, and they couldn't lose, et cetera. 
And then 1G cornholed them in the 1G Yeah, way. see, as it happens, we had, I, I believe it was Mega Hawk, Desperado, and somebody else were already playing Heroes of North and were actually very good. And we got two weeks lead time to train. We had two guys that were already in the clan that were, we were recruiting for Heroes of North because Mega Hawk, even today, I'm sorry, it was Buck Wild that played, not Desperado, was huge on this game and is to this day and was already in the process of recruiting them. So we threw them in there. So yeah, we cornholed him. We beat him. It was the best. It was a two out of three for Heroes of New Earth, and we beat him both games. And I, I actually cast the game. Nice. Stunned everybody, my, you know, myself included, because these two guys we had were unknown quantities. They ended up being average players, and they only stuck with us for about six months, and then you know, Heroes of New Earth kind of fell apart. But he got pissed. He started for one. The entire point of the exercise was to drum up listenership for his show with a little cross-promotion from mine, because there wasn't a whole lot coming from his end. Right. But he got pissed, and he took a real personal saying, we brought in ringers, we you know, scouted the whole thing out, we you know, basically uh, snookered him into playing a game that we had every chance. Now, keep in mind, he chose the game. Right. And you want to talk about ringers, the asshole went out and found five players, highly ranked, and brought them in. He could recruit anybody he wanted. Right. But he claims, oh, well, Imperial Guard went out and got two extra players. You know, there were ringers for this match. Right. Because everyone gives a shit. Yes. Well, for one, <laughs> that wasn't the case, but it doesn't matter. He lost. So, okay. There was that. And no I got. Any bitch. And he starts bad mouthing me, bad mouthing the clan, bad mouthing our players on the forums in IRC on Ventrilo. Then this carries over to the following week because we were supposed to do it for Warcraft 3. Now, Warcraft 3, when she was heavily stacked, we had a lot of pro players. Yeah. All right. So it's now ten minutes of showtime. He's not around. No players are around that are, are that are claiming to be from his his show to you know participate. Five minutes of showtime. Nothing. Fifteen minutes after the show is supposed to start, he pops in IRC. Says, "Yeah, we're not going to play. Sorry." And leaves. What a douche. So now I'm left, you know, holding the bag. I got all these people listening. These people in IRC, people in the Warcraft three chat room. Waiting for this game to start never happens. The fuck never once apologizes to me, never apologizes to my guys or my clan, never admits that the whole thing was, you know, the stage to begin with. He lied about us, you know, bringing in ringers, never apologized for that. So, no, I want nothing more to do with the guy. And that was a year and a half ago, two years. I still don't want anything to do with him. Definitely a douchey move. Yes, he could have had some balls and some spine. And said, you know what? I couldn't find anybody to play because, you know, we don't have a chance of beating you. You could have told me the day before, two days before, an hour before the show so I could find someone to plug in. So I didn't look like an asshole in front of all these people that had come to watch a show match that didn't take place. Right. And that made me look bad. And the entire point of it was me going out on a limb to help his sorry ass out. So, no, I have zero interest in him, either professionally or personally. Period. So, for people who want to know, there you go. Story time. Now you've been brought up to <laughs> up to speed. People are pointing out other epic battles. Crade uh, from Super Metroid. Let uh, War from Star Fox 64. Some good ones. Yeah. Mm, what are, so what are these five games in this Metal Gear collection? I'm let's take a look. Intrigued by this. MGS Surprise, MGS HD. Uh, five games. Five games. It'll be, let's see, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater. Better. And Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. And for the record, that would have been enough for us. But that's apparently not enough for 
Hideo Kojima and Kojima Productions. Wow. He announced via Twitter they're gonna it's going to be, uh, let's see Metal Gear Solid X ports of Metal Gear One and Metal Gear Two. Nice. Hmm. So there you go. Uh, Which would be what the NES versions? Because that would be God. Yeah, one and that's yeah. so. Eh, that still doesn't really do much for me. I'm looking for Metal Gear Solid, the mm-hmm. whatever 1995 or six PS1 game. Was it that early? 95, 96. I believe so. Wow. I'm old. Anyways, continuing on. <laughs> hey, up and whoever shows up. I was hoping the unbroken streak of weird shit that happened in the East would continue, but it seems they are biding their time for now. This is Zanth who likes to send us those Chinese articles. If any of you are waiting on Ubisoft games that are late, however, I think this may explain it. The ultimate time waste activity. The post-it note war begins innocently enough, however, spurned by the contest from the bank. Ubisoft brought in the art team. So apparently Ubisoft and the bank are at war in a post-it note activity. I don't care. Sorry, Zant, that one I'm really interested in. Uh, we did the NASA. aliens. That was the aliens. Let's see. Hello, Emp, whoever happens to be there. I'm a long-time listener and first-time writer. I wanted to say thank you for the last and many hours of entertainment at work. But I have a question. I wanted to ask, who are some of your favorite science fiction book series? And which ones would you recommend to get someone into science fiction? Many thanks. All hail the one true emperor, Sergeant Box Turtle. Ringo. Nothing to contribute. And here we go. Ask because you don't read. Uh, John Ringo, Ringo, David Weber, David Drake, Orson Scott Card. uh, Ringo and Weber are good ones to start with, I think. Yeah. You know, they're a little. Drake's a little more hardcore. Yeah, Drake gets, especially like um, uh, Tank Wars. Or no, Tank Lords with uh, the the Hammer Slammers. Hammer Slammers. Hammer Slammers stuff. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. That stuff gets a little heavy sometimes. And that kind of actually started the whole military science fiction genre. Right. Let's... But the fact that it's all short stories, it, it can get a little tough. Um, I mean, the first time I picked up Tank Lords, yeah, I was like, wait. It's not this... one story. Right. It's a bunch. Yeah. I mean, I got through the first story, and then I'm reading the second one. I'm like, how does this all tie in? And then in the third story, what the fuck? You know, where'd we go? We were talking about this. Now we're... But he so... did release all, all the Hammer Slammers in three volumes. You can get them. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I have them. William Dietz is a, is a decent one. Uh, John Campbell's okay. I don't know. Would you? I mean, would you consider Turtle Dove? Yeah, I mean, science, science fiction. fiction. Sure. Okay. He's got some science fiction out there. Yeah. Aliens invading during World War II, that kind of thing. You got to go old school with Heinlein. Um, Isaac Asimov. You really want to? That's a little heavier. That's Foundation series. I uh, like definitely. Um, well, I mean Arthur C. Clarke, Ben Bova. You know, these are the classics. Some of the classics. Uh, Pick a. You know what? I. I just from my point of view, Eric I, Flint, Steve White. Eric Flint is hit or miss for me. I like the sixteen thirty two series, but it got way out but, of hand. Yeah, way out of in, hand. As long like because he's got you know the sixteen thirty two series, and then sixteen thirty three, and then sixteen thirty four, the Baltic War, and then sixteen thirty five, the Dresden incident, the Dresden incident. Then you've got the Cannon Law, the Cannon got, Law, and then you've got uh, the Saxon uprising, right? Um, the Ram Rebellion, the Eastern War or the Eastern Front. The Ram Rebellion, yeah. It, it, Plus all the gazettes. As long as it's, like, main storyline canon, I'm still interested in the in that series. Once you get to some of these secondary characters where all of a sudden they're care. the main character, yeah, yeah. I could give a shit. Give me... All I want to hear about is... Uh, shit. <laughs> now I'm liking on my favorite... <laughs> the French? No, no, no. Well, Mike yeah, Stern? Mike you know, Stern or whatever? Mark's, yeah, Mike Stern's, uh, Gretchen Richter... Um, you know, Higgins. 
Canadian uh, correspondent. Gunther Actorson, yeah, the Richelieu, you know, the fight with the Habsburgs, and now Turkey's apparently, in, or the Ottoman Empire's apparently coming north to invade. As long as it's main storyline, I'm in. But you're right. It's gotten way too heavy. Frank and Herbert thick. and the Dune series. And then oh, the newer him. the newer ones with uh, his son. Uh, what is it? Um, really? Kevin. I liked them. I thought they were shitting on his grave. The Machine Crusade and all those. <laughs> I thought those were excellent. Oh, oh no. We're, we're going to we're going to depart. Mortal there. enemies now. Um, the hell is Kevin J. Anderson and who else is a good writer in and of himself? God, they, who the hell is his son? I don't remember his name. Who? His son, Brian Anderson. Or, uh, 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 Brian Herbert. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's a few names to get you started. All right. Ringo. Ringo is God. Would you guys be able to get all the quickenings and make a single bonus episode out of them? Uh, Mr. Moon would like to know. That one I will have to give him none left to see if he can do that, because that's what he does. To take all the quickenings and make one Uber episode out of it. I imagine we probably could. I. <laughs> It'd be like a black hole of offensiveness and racism. <laughs> <laughs> Just the entire... Uh... Hey, Imp, as you know, I am British, and we don't have any major conventions over here that I know of. So can you tell me how they operate in the USA and what they are like? I.e., pay at the door, order a ticket, cons available, etc., from the Pork Swordsman. I'm going to hold that over until Highlander returns next week, since he is he the is, big con... Yeah, the expert. Know, he has run them as well as attending them, so... And I think that finally may have caught us up on the uh, mailbag, and we're really running late. So we Good have, Lord. Yeah, we still have to Big do mailbag. the uh, Facebook face-off. Dun, 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 dun. I've got that. I still got to find it. I've got it. I just yeah. got to find it. All right, so let me grab the saber God. dance here. Uh, I should have actually queued this up, but I forgot we were doing this. Host fail. No. Anytime you want to spend the next hour <laughs> setting this up before a show, you let me know. Not at all. I'm happy to arrive a little late, be fed, and then just sit here and talk. And drink our beer. <laughs> it's actually Good a beer, pretty sweet gig for me. Yes, I How is it, anyways? It, I, I, it I is delicious, it, yes. Okay. I just saw it and grabbed it and figured out what the hell. Okay. Now, here's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. We put up all of the prospective Facebook friends to join the Iron Friends list. Now, IRC then votes after some insulting comments about who it is we want to... Uh, the one episode that got the Ember Squirt removed from iTunes. There you go, Bile. Because that's exactly what would happen if we made the quickening in one episode. <laughs> it would be like five hours long and eventually meld into one festering pot of racism and sexual innuendos. Yeah, it's pretty much done left. That's, yep. Yeah. Okay, so let's take a look at our Facebook friends today. It's a three-way dance, a triple threat match between Amber Linus, also known as Amber Privet, who is the wife of a member of the friends list, Scrub Puppy. I believe is a service man. I'm so of the sorry, nights. Amber. <laughs> oh, there's something that hot. I can start with something that ugly. <laughs> then we got Christopher Harden. Spelled with a K. With an F. K R I S T A F E R. So obviously he thinks he's something special because he spelled his name really odd. And of course, the perennial underdog. And I say that, you know, with a little bit of a pun, since it's usually been a dog, as has, uh, has been his profile, is Homer Alvarez, the second-in-command of the Imperial Guard World of Warcraft Division, also known as Bevo. Here are their prospective Facebook accounts. Go ahead and take a look at them. Let's take a look at Mr. Alvarez, who is now, as we had mentioned, uh, had put in there that he has changed up his Facebook a little bit. Let's see, he's from Harlington, Texas. Uh, let's, let's see, is a United States Marine. I did not know 
class of 1990. Uh, he was in the U.S. Marine Corps. Let's take a look and see what this is. Doesn't say anything. Nothing. So congratulations, you're in the Marine Corps. That's huge bonus points with us, obviously with uh, Varyar here. Yep. He also is in a relationship, which means he's met a girl. Well, well, maybe. He's out of service now. You don't have to ask. Uh, you don't tell. Actually, they allow, they allow that now. Yeah, I'm super excited. So he opened up his profile to us, and all we now know is that he was in the, he was in the Corps, and he went to a high school. And he's got a picture of himself instead of a dog. Holding a beer, no less. I salute you, sir. But it looks like he has children, so apparently either adopted or he can procreate. That's disgusting either way. All right, moving on. <laughs> Mr. Christopher Harden. A stalker at Walmart. Stalker Reach Walmart. for the stars. Truly, ladies and gentlemen, ladies especially, this is a man <laughs> who's going to set your house afire and your checkbook empty. This is a man who you want. Unloading trucks and stocking merchandise at Ashtonville, North Carolina. He goes to a community college with Kayla Green. Class 2013 with an associate's degree. Because in America, you too can unload trucks with a college degree. Let's take a look. Let's see. Philosophy. He is an agnostic. So, lost some points there. Stop being a pussy. Make a decision. There is a God or there isn't. Not, <laughs> mm, maybe there is. Fucking make a stand. Fuck lazy views. man's philosophy. He is part of the Independence Party of America. What is that? I don't know. Political party founded on September 23rd, 2007. Okay, so it's not a... <laughs> there you go. Uh, what? I, I, don't, I, don't I don't even know what it stands for. I don't think it stands for anything. The Independence Party of Minnesota w- voted to affiliate with the new National Party at its state convention in 2008. I call shenanigans. The Reform Party of <laughs> Pennsylvania affiliated. Okay, it's just a whole bunch of affiliations. And the Independent Green Party. Because that brings credibility to any organization. There you go. Aliens! <laughs> All right. Uh, he's engaged to Kayla Green. Let's take a look at this chick and see if she's hot. It's a dog! She said, oh, wow, it's amazing. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> now that's one fine-looking bitch! <laughs> No, seriously, this is the picture of him holding oh. his bitch, and that's who he's engaged to. Ladies and gentlemen, you always hear about furries, but you never see one that actually proudly admits it and put a <laughs> ring on that paw. Oh, that is fantastic. I hope the dog's still a virgin. Look, Ma! <laughs> you said I couldn't get a female. Well, here she is. All he right. has 33 friends. And all of them are dogs. Uh, let's see. Any other photos? 18 photos of him with his dog. Wow, there's a lot of there's a lot of dog here. Uh, all right. <laughs> hey, you got to have a stable of bitches. He's got a whole kennel. All right, and then there's Amber Linus from Charleston, South Carolina. Lives in Charleston, South Carolina. Her originally are, Canadian. Her interests are Walgreens. How do you? How are you interested in Walgreens? I don't know. Does she work there? Maybe. I'm guessing. No, she just really likes the prices. So, Mama, so modern domestic PD. What the hell is that? Modern Domestic PDX. She's not a net nerd. I can't relate. <laughs> Let's see. Tea Farm College in the south of Urban. That's some weird good shit. I guess these are businesses. Yeah. And then there's Sheldon Cooper. Uh, from Brock University. And that is it. Let's take a look at these photos. She's are... female. That's all you need to know. Someone <laughs> attractive. Has some freckles. Looks like uh, sandy blonde hair-ish-ish. Bikini shot. There are many. There's uh, her holding a cat, which actually is a very nice looking cat. I, I'm a cat person. That's a big-looking cat, I might add. That still throws me that you're a cat person. Why? I, I just don't really see you. Oh, as I a like cat dogs person. too. I mean, I got a pit bull, but I'm more of a cat person. What's happened? Uh, yeah, bikini shot. Let's see. Is this? No, she is on. I'm assuming that's the Gulf of Mexico or an ocean or something. So <laughs> somewhere with water. It's a lake. I don't <laughs> fuck. I don't know. 
What is this, a tattoo? That is an interesting set of tattoos with her, I'm guessing, in her bikini. Uh, it looks like a palm tree. Weird. And then a bird on a branch. I don't know. Uh, it looks like a tramp stamp a down there, but something. I can't see. So we have a semi-attractive female or two god-awful ugly men, both of which apparently love dogs. So the choice is yours, ladies and gentlemen. So you want the fine-looking bitch or the two not-so-fine-looking... Bitch lovers. Yes, literally. The one extra uh, works at Walmart. Hey, you're employed, and at this point in the game, That's glad for that. Yeah. Legal Tender, you've been quiet. What are your opinions, sir? I don't know. I'm just uh, taking it all in and seeing how this thing goes. Is IRC way in on this primarily? Oh, yeah. Oh, this yeah they've already, already begun. Uh, Here we go. For a, while now. Yeah, yeah. a lady is in the running? <laughs> I vote for the dog. I vote for the dog. <laughs> this, this is a hard, hard one. one. Yeah. First link for me says, uh, currently unavailable. Uh, all right. Bevo's in IRC. No fair going against a woman. <laughs> He Di- is he is fucked if he yes. loses this one. He's out. <laughs> Diamond studded collar. <laughs> <laughs> she got free picks for that for linking Walgreens. Uh, Burn the furry. <laughs> My votes for the fur fag. Don't link your don't link your wife's picks. That's always good advice. It's a palmetto tree and it's beach at Charleston. All right, go for the boobs. <laughs> Amber lamps. Boobs. Nice. Burn the others. <laughs> Tits or get the fuck out. That's what it comes down to, folks. That's really it what is it is. the internet. So, voting for the bitch lover. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, let us begin the voting now. Either voting for the bitch or the bitch lover or Mr. Alvarez, who is on his last attempt to get into the Facebook friends. If he does not make it, he will be kicked out forever, stuck in the torment that is the interwebs, not being a friend. Here we go. Bebo, 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 Bebo. Be- wow. So Bebo jumping out to a, an early lead. I, I find that surprising, actually. Boobs. I, you know. I see no more. Two for boobs. Vote for bronies. Voting for bronies. I don't know what that is. One for the fur fag. Rocket Bear, try again. Bebo, boobs, Bebo. So it looks like Bebo is a commanding lead here. It looks like eight to three so far. With two for the fur fag. There's a ton of people in here in IRC to expect a little more than this. There comes a couple more. Sh- uh, Boobies vote for the three. bench. I'm so voting now it's Amber. Eight to six. You can tell it's Scrub Puppy's uh, wife because he's the only one that uses her name. <laughs> one for Bebo. Nine to one seven. For boobs. Nine Bebo to seven. Bebo's on the lead. Ten very... to seven. No, 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 no. This tree is voting twice. Oh, well. Good Boobies. Try, I also Nine. want to have someone purge from the Iron Friends List contest. Nine to eight. Tree is trying to confuse me. Yes, he is. Beaver. <laughs> so it looks like we may I have guess. a tie here at the end. Uh, looks like Rocket Bear is chiming in. He's Rocket Bebo. Bear has already voted. Has, okay. has Tree and I believe Sakani. Uh, Beefalo is switching his votes. Well, because that's <laughs> as close as he's going to get, except Something for the he shower has in and mirror. With that woman. We both got breasts. <laughs> 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 All right, ladies and gentlemen. Looks like we've got a, a, a relative tie here between. Uh, uh, Amber and Bevo. Which means better luck next week, Furfag. Have a great day. So it looks like uh, Mr. Harden will have to worry uh, about making it in next week here. So he is out of the running. It comes down to the Marine or the Inspiration Chest. So we're going to need to take a vote here of the panel. Legal Tender, the Marine or the Chick? Uh... Hang on, I ran out of Saber Dance. I'm playing music I shouldn't be playing. Sorry. You can't do it without the saber dance. <laughs> You're going to have to wait. Okay, hang on. Uh, queuing it up and continuing. 
I'll uh, I'll go for the Marine. I'll I'll do the uh, one for the Marine. Uh, I can't turn on him. I got to go for the core. Two for the Marine. Well, you're voting for the Marine. Uh, you know, I'll just round it up and make it a third Marine. So three for the Marine. Bebo, second in command of the Imperial Guard on World of Warcraft, the Coil Fang server, and also his last attempt at making it to the Iron Friends list. Does that, able weeks in there. By. Does that mean he gets like an asterisk by his name or something like that? Mm, no. <laughs> oh, if you're in, you're in. There's no need to shame them further. <laughs> he had to do five <laughs> rounds of this. Yes, he did. So next week we have Amber Linus, who I'm sure has never even heard of me, this show, or anything her husband's been talking about. And, Mr. and yet she Harden. is subject to our approval. Yes. <laughs> Somehow I think he actually logged into his her account and... Uh, Poning her up for this is what I think he did. That would be funny. I could be wrong. I'm fine with it. Of course, she's going to wonder why the hell everybody's messenger. Like, why are they calling me Tits McGee? Who are these people? <laughs> so, you know. Council Fag must go for the boobs. Well, he did not. He voted for Bebo. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So it looks like Bebo squirts by. But you know what? It occurs to me. Rock on, Bebo. We still got two more. We could do another one. Do we, do, do we dare do another round or save it for oh, next I- week? Mm-hmm. It is 940. I'm fine. I mean, I'll go again. She's subject to the judgment of the internet. She's on the internet. Bebo is Alvarez. Yes, he is. All right. You know what? We'll wait for next week. That way we've got two to go add to add each other. So, all right. Gotcha. Be fairly She's honest. She's been listening the whole time, according to Scrub Puppy. Nice. Great. So. Boobs, thanks for being a good sport. Fuck. <laughs> nice pussy, by the way. I liked it. It was gray, and it looks soft. We think you've got a really good shot next week. Does it have a name? It's not Rosebud, is it? Oh, God. It's a big-looking My cat. brain is that just a overloaded cat? with horrible things I could say right See, now. there you go. Is that a Savannah cat, by the way? I'm curious, because I want a Savannah cat in the worst way. Because those, Think about a 30-pound cat or 40-pound cat sitting in your uh, your friggin' living room window. You may have a pit bull. If somebody sees a cat the size of a pit bull, they're not breaking in your house. True. They're like, But if you name it Tiny, I'm calling Ringo, and I'm telling him to sue you for copyright <laughs> infringement. That's where I first learned of the Savannah uh, cat. That's why I looked it up. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Scrub Puppy is uh, supposed to be telling me about his cat, but he's not, although I am legitimately interested. I need to get a cat. You have a She's cat. She's playing in your guild in Coilfang right now. I, okay, so I've never met her. I, I wasn't even playing. I'm medically retired. So, oh, snap. Actually, I, st- I still have time on my account until September. I, may, I could log in. No, he's a domestic. Okay. Regular pound cat. Well, how big is he? He's got to be 20 pounds, right? He's massive. Scrub puppy will never was, again be allowed to listen. No, of course not. She's going to castrate him. <laughs> you put me through this hell? And who can blame her, right? <laughs> By the way, all I will point out is that uh, Smurfette kind of started the uh, the chain of proving that you're actually a woman by sending the show bra shots. Just putting that out there. It's a tradition that should be continued. I agree. <laughs> I did ban one more from trying it, though, even though she wouldn't because she's underage, and I don't want to get shot or arrested. Understandable. Or shot and arrested. All right, folks, uh, we've come to the end of the show, and Jesus Christ, not a moment too soon because I was starting to get out of hand. All right. I feel kind of dirty to talk about another man's wife. Then again, it is the Internet, so. Yeah. You, yeah, what do you do? There's no shame here. You're separate. <laughs> All I, right. I don't get embarrassed. It's fine. So what did we learn today, gentlemen? NASA's full of hacks. Uh, we are only a few months away from CNC wooden houses collapsing on people. No shit. And lawsuits galore. We'll have to follow that one closely. <laughs> <laughs> we could even put something on the website or in the forums, just like a body count meter, you know, some type of like counter. <laughs> yeah. 
18 people dead this week from CNC housing. It goes up to like increments of lawsuits. It's kind of like that <laughs> epic meal time where it's calories. Yes. Yeah. Before you leave, we will show you one or two of them. Before you They're go. funny. Yes. They're good. Definitely. Um, I had never seen them. I learned that a blind guy likes Tokyo Cougar cream pies. I learned. <laughs> How do I top that? I mean, I really, you're really going to pass that along? You just kind of go with it. Council fag, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I learned that the age of the epic boss fight has apparently come to an end. I learned that 9 out of 10 players apparently don't finish the games they buy and start. I learned that there's been a couple minor things added to the Metal Gear HD collection that still probably won't have me buying it. Really? Even though they've added two smaller games? Like NES titles that I have on an emulator. Do I really need HD? I want Metal Gear Solid. I am surprised that since that's the one that kind of like, really kickstart the franchise, right, right. why they the, haven't put the it in there. flagship, you're going to make yes. a collection and not put in what was hands down. That's like having an HD compilation right. collection of Final Fantasy and not including like 4, 6, or 7, the, the big ones. Right. right. So, okay. Um, what else we learned today? I learned that IRC's cruelty is unabated it as always. has no bounds. <laughs> uh, I also learned that once they found out it was Bevo, it was still hard for them to vote for him over boobs. Well, I mean, let's be honest here. We're talking about breasts. And she is rather attractive. <laughs> what are you going to do? It's kind of hard. Hold on, to... hold on. Yeah. Those are breasts. All right, everyone calm down. All right. Woman? <laughs> <laughs> on the internet? It's not a dude? Somehow I don't think she'll uh, have to go five rounds. No. <laughs> no, I... No. I'm surprised. Look, that, uh, when the guy you're going up against is engaged to his dog, I think that pretty much guarantees you an automatic win. I mean, I, I had to vote for the Marine as a matter of course. I kind of expected you two to override me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Scrub me. my wife is mad because M only called her moderately attractive. Uh, Mr. Pim has come down here twice. I'm not exactly going to gush over it. For one, she's your wife. I'm not exactly going to go, you know, gaga over somebody else's chick. And two, I don't want mine castrated to me while I sleep. No offense. I do dig the freckles, though. You gotta love freckles. I do. When, not when they're, I mean, too many is too many, but a light sprinkling is very nice. Well, let's take a look at her. <laughs> see, I like the, see, she's got nice hair. Yeah, I'm um, a fan. She's a tree hugger, which well, is, uh, kind of detracts yeah. from her. You know. But it's a spiky tree. So uh, I believe I've made several uh, comments to the effect that how did somebody that attractive get stuck with someone like me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Always fun. Stroke. You know, I'm glad that, that they rolled the punches in her and are, have a sense of humor, though. Then again, if you're going to sign yourself up for that, you know what you're getting yourself into. So, I mean, just listening to this show, either you have a high <laughs> tolerance for pain or a sense of humor. <laughs> Going for punishment. Right. You know, I actually met her on WoW. All right, Scrub. Now, this is where you're going to start. Don't, don't take now the you're whole telling any us more than Bob. you really should. Just the don't. momentum's kind of carrying you. Oh. Uh. And I call bullshit anyways. People that attract don't play WoW. Bad. That are female. And other than my, you know. All right. Although I did meet a chick on UO once, and oh, I, I told the story. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hey, was she hot? I've met hot gamer chicks, but never over the game. Right. I have never because I'm just. I mean, it's I a trap. Her, that's how I met. I just kind of assume. We laid an ambush for a guild in Trouncewood. That's how I met her. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she went to Iowa State. Anyways, so there we go. That's what we've learned. Uh, let's see. I want to thank our IRC Vision Show contributor Unleft for, as always, helping out. I did just remember that I was supposed to enter something into our um, sound effects here. So, guys, if you can just 
fill airtime here. Thanks, people, for me. Uh, do we still do audio audible books? Yes. We'd like to thank audio audible books. Listen to them. I can't remember how you do the end there, so I'm just going to make just, stuff up. That's fine. Listen to audio audible books because they're good and they sound awesome. Because reading blows. Reading is for losers. I can get on board with audio books. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> if you have to book, you know, <laughs> audio is the way to go. To book. <laughs> if you have to book, audible book. Yes. Oh, so uh, obviously, thank you to all the IRC listener, all of the IRC contributors, and all the listeners. Because if it weren't for you, we wouldn't be doing this at all. Yes, or it'd just be really creepy with three guys talking to microphones in a basement, which apparently people do with some of the other shows out there. Yes, which is very, very sad for them. <laughs> really, I mean, seriously, if you've got like two listeners and you got three guys sitting around, my, that's not a little weird to you. That doesn't kind of put like one of those little <laughs> alarm flashlights going off in your head. Right, like, Ugh, these guys. Oh, looking good. I think I've loaded it now, and I'm just trying to find it. So. Good, because I'm running out, man. I got nothing. Thank no one. <laughs> do we still oh, do that? Gnomewise. Gnomewise is awesome. Gnomewise is the dude. He helps us out. He's great over there at VTW, Thanks making sure up, all the uh, tech stuff goes yes, on. Yes, he, put he puts up the uh, uh, podcast room when I get him you know, edited. So there you go. I want to thank all the uh, really players for the stellar job with that. I want to thank Clan Imperial Guard, the, uh, <laughs> our home and our official plan, Clan1G.net. Clan Imperial Guard, uh, center for the website. Join us, also join us on Coilfang. That's the U.S. PvP server. We are a horde side. We are recruiting players for the WoW Guild. It is going very well. Shrigs and people running over there. And hey, you might get to meet uh, Tits McGee herself. That's Grumpy Puppy's wife who's playing on there, who I've never actually met. But, God, she's got to have the patience of Joe to put up with us. So, there you go. Join us on Coilfang. Uh, Sign up for the newsletter. We will be retooling. Yes, and that is, uh, if you go to vtwproductions.com at the top, the show tab. Click on that. Click on Eric's Court. To the right is the newsletter. Click on that. Also, don't forget, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, starting as of last week, The Word of the Emperor, which you can download 10 to 15 minute little vignettes, kind of string you along, kind of give you some kind of filler between uh, the next show, which is sometime next weekend. We're going to stick with Sundays here. Are we good for that? I haven't talked to Highlander, so. I'm good with, um, yes. Okay, so with, I'll get with Highlander. We'll find out what day he's good. Uh, right now, we'll shoot for Sunday. If it has to, I mean, Saturday, I'd be fine too, but okay. the other one's. Gotcha. I'm out. Uh, let's see. Uh, so that's the sponsors. That's the station. Uh, don't forget to check out all the fantastic shows. Yeah. On <laughs> <laughs> all the fantastic shows on www.productions.com. <laughs> Definitely check them out. Yeah. What about? I'm uh, gonna get you in trouble. Sponsor wise, is we, uh, we thank our sponsors. Ventrilo servers. No, we don't. Do, that's not our sponsor. That's yeah. a that's a specific show's sponsor. As it turns out. Gotcha. So I will not advertise for that. It has nothing to do with us. Don't use Ventrilo servers. <laughs> <laughs> I hear TeamSpeak's great. Reverse yeah. sponsorship. All right, folks. That's it for another edition of the Amper Court. God damn. Sponsor us or we'll, be, or we'll badmouth you. <laughs> See, there you go. And remember, the boycott of Heinen's, unless they want to sponsor me, I'm taking money and root beer. So... I oh, advertise. <laughs> Whatever. It's audio, audible books. What more do you want to say? It's a book you listen to. The end. <laughs> and it's not exactly a reinvention of the wheel here, folks. When you can't find the cliff notes. Right. Go Audiobooks audio. on a long drive. <laughs> all right, folks. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Hoorah! <laughs> nothing? I, I don't you know. I'm console fag! <laughs> so long, everybody. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Play 
was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. boo. One run on, let's see, one hit. That's all we got. One goddamn hit. You can't say goddamn on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway.